7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, it's the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and joining me as always on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I just want to tell you, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not a germaphobe, but let me just remove this dandruff off of Macron's shoulder. So oh my perfect. God! What a <laughs> what a weird weird visit. That was so odd. That was really really odd. It was, <laughs> and we'll talk about Melania's hat, everybody. Uh, no but <laughs> and of course, uh, joining us from Port St. Lucie, uh, subbing for uh, Joe Santorsa tonight, uh, the dynamic duo, of the dream team, uh, one half being Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie. Hello, hello. I have not seen the hat yet. Now I have to look it up. Uh oh. <laughs> so it has its own Twitter account now. You're gonna check. Have to check it out. Oh and, no. <laughs> of course, uh, also the other half of uh, the Dream Team dynamic duo, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, actually, and both of you can be heard on Mike Check Radio every Saturday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome, Miles. Yes. Hello, and I'd like to welcome a very uh, say everyone have a very happy Election Day in the Arizona Eighth District. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. We'll uh, we'll give everybody uh, the the good guys um, uh, there as soon as I open the right cart. Uh, and amen, amen for voting. Amen. Go out. Amen. Vote the bastards out. We know what time the polls close in Arizona. Um, I probably think they're Pacific or are they mountain. Uh, I think they're mountain, so it probably won't. We probably wouldn't know much until maybe what the very, I heard was very end of the show. PM. 11 p.m. is when results will be effectively announced for like 70% of the polls and then another hour <laughs> later, etc. 11 Eastern yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about uh, President Macron uh, in his visit to uh, the the uh, the White House today. Um, oh, Trump boy. was real real handsy today, wasn't he? Oh boy! Yep. That was so <laughs> gross and embarrassing, and he was tugging on his arm like he was a little kid. He's like, "Come over to my sandbox. Come look at my new Tonka truck. Look, looky, looky." Yeah. You know, it was he, he, Trump just looked like a fucking incontinent toddler towing his new friend along with him. It was so awkward. It was so yes. It was. It, I mean, I, I'll share the link in the chat. But there's um, Independent Journal Review did a mashup of it. Yeah, and it's like at one point, you know, he tries to do a fist bump, shakes oh. his hands, and then he does the other thing and he yanks him. And yeah. I, Macron at one point tried to pull a Trudeau, 
Yeah. Do you remember when Trudeau was like, yeah, I got you, buddy. He mm-hmm. tried to do that. Macron, Macron is, he's a little bit more of a slight man. He's not a big guy. Yeah. And so Trump just kind of loomed over him all day. God, he's yeah. so creepy. Oh. But Predator. I wasn't joking about the, yeah, I wasn't joking about the dandruff part. That was, he he literally said, he's perfect. And then he went over to his shoulder and brushed off dandruff. And he said, I'm get rid of that dandruff. Now he's perfect. And I felt like, wow, that's like uh. some serious passive aggressive. God damn it! <laughs> really? I mean, that wouldn't even be appropriate for normal. Like, if, if you were just around people who you barely knew, that wouldn't be appropriate. You know, honestly, if you if uh, I'm one of those people who if I'm talking to you one on one and I see you got a booger hanging out of your nose, I'll tell you, I'll just be like, hey, you might want to go a little, you know, and then just, you know, kind of rub my fingers by my nose, you know, you know, and wouldn't do me a solid and pull it out yourself. No, no, I'm like that, too. It's like, you know, you. Or, or if it's some in a situation where you don't want to embarrass your friend or acquaintance, you can just look at them in the eye and rub your nose and be like, "Yeah, yeah." Dad, just be like, "Yeah." It's not even necessary. How big was the dandruff? <laughs> uh, it was probably it was probably part of Trump's scalp that like it would try to free itself and it's like, "Oh, a real man." <laughs> Maybe Trump lice. <laughs> our our friend uh, Adam Hebert put a post up on uh, Facebook from a, a uh, tweet from a uh, Mrs. Betty Bowers. I guess it's like the yes. most American American or something. Anyway, yes, it's it's a hilarious tweet. It shows a picture of Trump brushing the uh, 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 quote um, air quote uh, dandruff off of um, uh, <laughs> our, our our national guest. Yeah, and it, and it says when the aging gorilla is confronted. With the much more virile new <laughs> alpha male, he shows submissiveness by grooming the alpha male. But oh. The gesture is actually a vain attempt by the old gorilla to humiliate his much younger rival. And quote <laughs> by Jane Goodall. There you go. Love Man, that. That's no monkey business either. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I'm still shocked about that. Like. I don't have high expectations for this despicable orange shit gibbon, but that was just so weird and so not normal. No, no, I mean, not I, normal. I think at all. Betty Bowers, Betty Bowers actually kind of hit the nail on the head because you don't expect, you know, apes to act like humans. You expect apes to act like apes, and he acted like an ape today. Wow, yeah, so, but, you know, he just wanted to keep things in, uh, you know, tip-top shape. Tip-top shape. (laughs) We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. No, nobody calls it tippy-top shape. Nobody. Um, Although I did hear somebody from the White House say, or some Trump cultist the other day say, somebody at the tippy-top of the, like, you know, pecking order or something like that. I can't remember who it was. I was like, God damn it, they said tippy-top. So <laughs> they're trying to normalize it. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to normalize Trump's moronic statements, and I just say, "Hey Trump, fuck you." Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that top line statement. Top, top line. Top line. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about top line. That's uh, well, oh, no, oh. I don't have top line in here anymore. Oh, that's weird. Uh, I'll have to get it again. 
But, uh, yeah, and that wasn't the only thing uh, noticeable from today's uh, state visit from our uh, from the French. Uh, <laughs> I should know better. Ah, I, should <laughs> I should definitely know better. Uh, and and I'm, I'm almost certain that they were French. Uh, you know, uh, I'm French! Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you <laughs> silly king? Yeah. Ah, the French. There we go. And Melania Trump, whoa, thinks he's been reading too much Mad Magazine lately, folks, because she was dressed like the white <laughs> spy from Spy vs. Spy. Exactly. Uh, uh, that wide brim, almost, it was almost like a Stetson she was wearing, you know. Oh, it reminded me of a bolo hat. Oh, yeah. It was flat on top. I, I, yeah. I, I need to admit. I loved the. Ha- I'm a big hat fan. Yeah, I loved her hat. It was I did, crazy I loved looking. The outfit, but it was insane. It was almost like she didn't want anybody to see her eyes. Yeah. And then of course, amazing. Uh, <laughs> I, I probably I, I, still got that smile from when she was sitting next to Obama. That's what probably she probably you know finally you know getting to <laughs> you know spend some time with a real man you know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share a picture. There's, there's kind of an obscure movie that I'm a big fan of by Alejandro Jodorowsky, um, called the Holy mountain where his character dresses in a very similar outfit to what Melania wore today. So, uh, I'll, I'll share that with everybody that that'll probably be part of the show art, uh, <laughs> tonight. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll share that in the chat so everybody can. Uh, basically see what uh, Melania looked like today. So there you go, folks. Enjoy. Uh, come on. Go in there. There it is. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so it was uh, it was quite an outfit. It was weird. Oh. And then there was the whole, you know, Donald Trump, uh, 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 Fat Donnie was trying to wiggle his little pinky into her palm. Oh, Did you see that? She was like swatting his hand away again. Finally, you know, after persisting long enough, pinky. after tickling her palm with his pinky, she finally was like, fine, and just grabbed his hand. Fine. Oh, wow. You know, the other thing, I don't know if you noticed this when they all came out. I don't know if it was on the, the portico balcony or, in, you know, down below. But uh, Trump came out and he went to give Melania a kiss. And she wouldn't let him closer than three inches to <laughs> Both sides. She was like, nope, nope. And then he went over to Macron's wife, and she let him kiss him. She was like, "You are not kissing me." No. Wow. It was brutal. Today was brutal. Well, you can't say that you can't blame her, you know. So, you know, it's uh, uh, yeah. Especially you know Saturday, she was with, she was with, she looked so happy on Saturday. With with the Obamas and the Bushes and the Clintons, mm-hmm. she really, I mean, everybody's seen the picture. But then there's the picture afterwards of all of them around H.W. in the wheelchair, and even then, she looks human. I'm not a you know I'm not sitting there saying that I love Melania Trump, and we can discuss her. I don't dislike the woman. I think I made that clear. I have nothing against her, but it was really nice to see her look like she was among people who respected her yeah yeah that or or at least behave like human beings 
Yes. You know, it, it's it's yeah. probably very refreshing, you know, Michelle, for, for somebody to, after being around somebody who's constantly controlling and needy and needs, you know, constant reassurance, to be around people who, like, you know, us, who are just like, hey, let's just hang, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but I, I don't let Melania off the hook. For a lot of Me things, neither. so Me I I personally think you know she 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 dug her her well she she made her bed she's gonna stay and lie <laughs> in it and especially about all that birtherism that she supported when Trump was on that kick um, yes. so I'm not I'm not a I'm not a big fan of hers uh, but see yeah, I'm a I'm, kind of go ahead okay. finish your thought just kind of, it is kind of funny how she lit up when she was around mature responsible humans mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Well, you see, now, Miles, I'm of two minds with Melania. One being that she's a grown-ass woman. She know what she knew what she got herself into. And, yeah, she's never come out, and, like Michelle points out, that, you know, um, her husband did some awful, racist, nasty things. She, being somebody who is, a, 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 you know, uh, an immigrant to this country, should probably be a little more understanding about otherism and whatnot. Uh, but then, uh, again, being of two minds on the matter, I, I think that... There's a certain amount of pity that I wouldn't want to see anybody subjected to spending time with him, no matter what the reasoning is, especially after we see how horrible he becomes with each passing day. Uh, well, I'm sure the uh, the prenup is fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, okay, I, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine that she went into her relationship with Donald with her eyes closed. Mm-hmm. I figure she she I mean how do you how do you hide that? I mean sir I mean uh, every time every time I've heard of him having an affair from what I understand he offered money to the woman he was having the affair with. And so yeah. why would his behavior change? At some point she would have had to have made a move going hey let's make this permanent. I yeah. mean Am I, am I, am I, I don't know. I I have a caveat on all of this because I see, I do. I look at it from all different sides. Um, First off, yes, she knew what she was getting into. Second off, I think she probably did marry for the money and she probably did want to have a child. And I don't begrudge anybody for marrying for money. I just don't. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that this woman did not bargain for she did not plan on becoming first lady of the United States. Oh no, <laughs> no, okay? definitely not. And so, you know, she was she was basically a private citizen. So I don't care if she married for money. I don't even. I, I I've even gone so far, and this I'm fairly sure everybody will disagree with me on. But um, even when she went on the Joy Behar show and promoted the birtherism, I really am of the opinion that Donald Trump is an abusive person. Okay. Agree. Yeah. And when you are in an abusive relationship, people do stupid things to protect their abuser. I don't have proof of that, mm-hmm. but I would not be surprised if Donald Trump actually told her, Melania, you've got the prenup. I want you to go out there and you say this or else I'll take the kid away. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Oh, no. So I'm not, no, ne- he's I'm not necessarily giving her a, I'm not giving her a pass, but I I. I just, I, I can't hate on her. I, I can't turn off I my can't. empathy. I can't turn off my I, empathy, you know? 
and, and, but I, yeah. I, I understand what everybody is saying. But anyway, I don't want to spend I too much. Dislike, Go ahead. I just want to say I don't, I don't hate her. I don't hate really anybody. Although Scalia came close at a certain <laughs> point, but I didn't know the man personally. So, um, I do feel some empathy for her, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to forgive her for the the crap that she pulls yeah. on in the public's eye. That sure. that's just. Yeah, that's ah, that. Not yeah, right. there are people. I hates a strong word. Uh, I just don't feel pity. Uh, there, there's a, there's a strong. Uh, the, I, I hate is a. Uh, I think is a wonderful thing. Uh, there are people in this world that I hate. <laughs> there are people in this world that I hate that are not deserving of of any anything from me other than hate. And Trump is one mm-hmm. of them. Um, people like Ann Coulter. Uh, she's one of them. Uh, Sean Hannity. Uh, you know Bill O'Reilly, all those people—they—they they deserve. They've earned my hate. Every once in a while, O'Reilly surprised me. You know, like sticking up for America versus Russia was one, but that's easy. Jesus, how easy is that? God, fruit, yeah. And <laughs> we have a guy that, that fucking yokels elected uh, that can't even fucking do that. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I do want to pivot here a little bit to uh, a tweet that Trump made uh, <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, well, Friday, the 18th, um, I think that was a Thursday or Friday. I don't know. Um, yeah, Trump tweeted out, um, there is a revolution going on in California. So many sanctuary areas went out of this ridiculous crime infested and breeding. Oh, well, I'm sorry. So many sanctuary areas want out of this ridiculous crime infested and breeding concept. And they go, goes on to say Jerry Brown is trying to back out of the National Guard and border deal, but the people of the state are not happy. Want security and safety? No. Crime infested and breeding concept. Hmm. Oh, yes. There's some red flags there. Yeah. So um, I think we pretty much all know what that means. You know, he, Rain, he's going back to anchor baby talk, right? Oh, yeah. That's exactly what he's part. talking about. He's also going to, when he says breeding, and I don't care, I'm sure we've got Sarah Huckabee, whatever. Well, yeah, we got, a, yes. we got a couple of good <laughs> clips here. You know, when she says, I, you know, he's he's trying to dehumanize people. When he calls them animals, that's dehumanization technique. Yeah. Uh, I just think that's important. It's also dog whistle. Yeah. You know, well, you dehumanize humanize people they're animals they're then they become vermin rodents sure and it's dog whistle to his base well it you know and it's it's basically i think what he tried to do is he tried to make anchor baby sound less offensive but i think he succeeded in making it worse um, because you know, you think about anchor baby. What is that? That that's saying that a child has one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to be a tether to this country. You know yeah. that you're not having a child because you love the person you're with that you're having the child. You're not having a child because you want to pass something on to another gen that you've learned to another generation. You know, um, I mean, it's it's. That's dehumanizing, but this the breeding breeding concept and breeding yeah. concept. It's like 
you know that that's uh like april ryan brings up uh well she'll, she'll i'll let her bring it up but um jim acosta seemed genuinely puzzled at the white house press briefing yesterday and asked uh hickabilly slanders her thoughts and of course she didn't have any talking about uh, sanctuary cities in california and saying there's a revolution going on in california so many sanctuary areas want out of this ridiculous crime infested and breeding concept we haven't had a chance to ask you about that tweet when he used the word breeding was he making a derogatory term about Latinos in California that they breed a lot or that they're prone to breeding? Was no, he's talking, talking about, about the problem itself uh, growing and getting bigger. What does that mean? Sorry. I've answered a couple. Justin, go ahead. Okay. Um, and really? breeding concept. <laughs> and breeding concept. No. I'm. I'm and breeding concept. I'm trying. No, I'm. You know, so it's a. And it's this growing thing this breeding concept the tweet makes no sense uh, and the only sense that it makes is in a really ugly way yeah you know yes it's like ugly stupid racism and yeah that's what sits in the white house right now uh so i'm go ahead miles i was gonna say i'm trying to find on facebook i saw somebody post up that that breeding concept i mean i you hear about that that you know when you make an argument about oh you brought up hitler therefore it's a nut but seriously that that was one of the things that they did <laughs> that hitler did was talk about you know the uh, jews and the breeding and uh yeah he did that shit yeah so uh pressed once again uh by the press corps april ryan um shiro i love her yeah she's great yes and there was somebody else towards the end there you'll hear a bleep because there was another question that unrelated to it that i cut out but there's actually april ryan and then another follow-up from somebody else in the press pool but i don't know who it was when you said breeding um the president was very clear in his statement um about this issue he said in a tweet there's a revolution going on in california so many sanctuary areas went out of this ridiculous crime infested and breeding concept what did he mean by breeding again the president has recognized that this is a major problem and a lot of people uh even in california want to see the issue of sanctuary cities addressed and the president's doing what he can to do that what does breeding mean to this president because when you think of breeding you think of animals breeding populating i'm not going to begin to think what you think um certainly i think that uh can mean a lot of things to a lot of people um but the president is talking about a growing problem and i addressed that with jim i don't have anything else to add Take one last question, Brian. Thank you very much. Uh, two quick questions. One, just to define what the president meant about breeding. To be specific, he's not talking about people having babies. Yes? <laughs> not that I'm aware of. I'd have to ask him to, to, to dig into that deeper. I, I just said not that I'm aware of, and I would have to ask him to be more specific. Okay. Uh. Um, oh, can, I, can I just jump in here real quick? Yeah. Sure. All right, at the beginning of this segment, she was very clear about what the president was talking about. Yes. And by the second or third question, she said, I will have to talk to the president to see what he meant. She sure did. She, uh, um, let's just, once again, uh, the, the first clip, uh, very short. Talking about uh, sanctuary cities in California and saying there's a revolution going on in California. So many sanctuary areas want out of this ridiculous crime infested and breeding concept. We haven't had a chance to ask you about that tweet. When he used the word breeding, 
was he making a derogatory term about Latinos in California that they breed a lot or that they're prone to breeding? Was no, he's he talking, talking about, about the problem itself uh, growing and getting bigger. What does that mean? Sorry, I've answered a couple. Justin, go ahead. Well, so that was the definitive answer right there. But nope, she's going to have to go talk to him again about it. Yeah. That's, I oh, don't yeah. like this woman. She no. can't keep her story straight. I have sympathy <laughs> for Melania. I don't have any sympathy for Sister Sarah of the Wandering Eye. Fake Christian. Uh, uh, yeah, I, that's my new nickname for her. That's not she, bad. Sister so. Sarah of Wandering Eye. <laughs> uh, she's here all night, ladies and germs. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I meant to play this one. Although Sarah's eye probably makes that noise when it, you know, decides to start wandering. Uh, so yeah. So, yeah, you know, there, there's... It's no secret that Trump talked about anchor babies constantly on the campaign trail. That wildly offensive, he nasty at one term. one point wanted to change the Constitution to prevent that from happening. Bless you. Tight. Um, no, at one I think at one point on the on the trail, he he wanted. If somebody could look it up, I hope I'm not misremembering it, but I think he wanted to make it so that anchor babies couldn't get citizenship. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right that, you know, uh, it, it, he and a bunch of other Republicans were pushing for an amendment to the Constitution because there that were people. require. Yeah. Yeah. There, there were. Uh, what, what, go ahead, Miles. No, you're right. It would require a constitutional amendment to undo. Is it the 14th? Nah, I'm not sure that if you're born here, you're a citizen. It's I, it's I think it's the 14th. Thirteenth, fourteenth, or fifteenth—I don't know. I'm sorry, mm, I don't have my pocket okay. constitution in front of me. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is that if you are born in the United States, you are a United States citizen. Yeah. I think that's been the case forever, hasn't it? I believe so. I think that uh, for, one of for... those three amendments codified it, but the, that yeah, that amendment happened after the slaves were um, freed. And because people were trying to uncitizenize the slave or ex-slaves, they said, "Nope. If you were born here, you're a citizen. Boom, done." And that settled that. So, yeah, the, I think the, the racists had to find another way to disenfranchise uh, the, the ex-slaves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I found, uh, you know, the, yeah, that rain. Yeah, you wouldn't have to search far. You wouldn't have to search far to find that because it's. That was something that he and a lot of other people were talking about. So, um, so there he is. He's back to to pushing this this very racist mem. That that tweet really was one of his more racist ones, which it's, that says a lot. Yeah. It really, I mean, the breeding concept. You know, like immigrants are just having sex in back alleys and. It, it just evoked every kind of disgusting thing. And I I was really happy that April Ryan asked the question the way she did. And I thought it was quite telling the answer that Sarah Sanders gave when she said, well, I don't know what's in your mind, April. Because at that mm -hmm. point, we all knew exactly what was in Sarah's mind. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so, uh, anyway, well, I'll tell you what, on that note, we're going to go ahead and, uh, have to run to the break here. So we're going to go ahead and listen to, um, oh, one of my favorite Hairwolf songs, Truth Destroyed, Truth Not Destroyed. Uh, and yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to come back and talk about some other stuff. We got a, a pretty big mixed bag of stuff on the, on the show tonight. And of course, Joe was just taking that night off. I think night off for sports ball or something. I can't remember. Um, but uh, he'll be back with us on Friday, of course, with Bobber as well. But we really appreciate you, Miles and Michelle, sitting in tonight. No problem. Lots of fun. Glad to. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and hit the break, and we'll be right back and see what else, what other trouble we can get into. Hang tight. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward. KennyPick.com
I could kiss you in the mouth. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you play the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime. Welcome back to it. And joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Happy showtime! Happy showtime. And, of course, uh, also joining us, uh, sitting in for Joe Santoris, uh, Michelle Lagon, the Rogue DM in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. And the guy across the room from you, Miles Lagon, uh, both can be heard on Mic Check Radio every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, this is it. Uh, Avengers Infinity War is coming out. Yes, and I'm going to go with my laser sword. There you go. And uh, it is, hey, you never know that crossover could be coming up. Disney could just go hog wild here, you know, <laughs> have the big, big Chewbacca Groot crossover um, where nobody knows what the hell anybody's saying. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. And yeah, like I said, we have a lot of different weird stuff to talk about. This is one that I think is going to be an interesting conversation because, um, uh, not only is this annoying and whiny, but uh, there, there's actually something in this that is something Rain and I have talked about on the show quite a bit off and on. 
Um, and that is how we feel how we feel about people like uh, Steve Schmidt, Anna Navarro, um, you know, who are some other uh, Trumper, n- n- you know, never Trumpers that we agree with. Uh, uh, oh, what's the time, uh, Rob? What is it? Sometimes David Frum. Yeah, yeah, and oh, it, the, there's, there's Rick Wilson. Rick Wilson. Is Rick favorite. Wilson. Yeah, he's one. Richard I, Painter. Yeah. Richard Painter, another yep. Republican. So, uh, and we've talked about this, and, and you know, I, I would, and we say all the time, we would love to be able to get back to disagreeing with Anna Navarro on, you know, maybe social issues or or tax issues, you know, or social security, whatever. Um, you know, and there are a lot of Republicans out there who aren't so hung up on the social issues anymore because, you know, they realize that they're going to be left, left, you know, in the dustbin of history if they don't come around. The Trump cult is kind of the exception to the rule. They got this one final, in my mind, they got this one final win for, you know, the, the straight white male patriarchy, you know. And mm-hmm. they're in, in, you know, they're just, you know, spiking every football they can, you know, um, until, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get charged in deflate gate or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry. I'm trying to, was that Tom Brady <laughs> squeezing the balls? Yes. Okay. Tom Brady and his balls. <laughs> uh, yeah. Balls soft. Yeah. He doesn't like anybody to touch his balls. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know if I, no, I don't have the, I don't have the, the Brady balls thing. So, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, the, the, you know, so again, we, you know, we're at this point where, you know, again, it's, it's, there's a bunch of never Trumpers and we, you know, there's a lot of Republicans I don't hate, you know, there's a, a lot of people on the right that I, I, you know, do value their opinion when they aren't like a bunch of name calling, uh, freaks or support somebody who is a name calling freak, you know, or a birther, somebody who didn't sell their soul out for birtherism, you know? Yes. Um, Hell, you know. a couple of weeks ago, I spent three days with my sister and brother-in-law who are conservatives. Mm-hmm. They don't hate them. They yeah. aren't, lunatic freaks or maybe they just kept their lips tied but no i no i don't think they kept their lips tied we we had some really interesting conversations but yeah i'm right there with you about i don't hate all republicans i just don't yeah i might hate i might hate their the policies that they promote oh yeah absolutely so um now this is so so listen to this because Ingram uh she's just she's hopping mad. She's hopping mad because she's lost a lot of sponsors, but we're, she doesn't talk about that immediately. But uh listen to this, she's just she was on a radio show and she's she's just trashing never trumpers. Do you think these people on the panels with Steve Schmidt and 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 Crystal and Brett Stevens, do you think that the left is going to embrace them? No. Once Trump's out of the way, they go back to being demonized. They go back to being persona non grata, but they're too obsessed with their hatred of Trump to see it. Just look at what they did to that Kevin Williamson at the Atlantic magazine. He was a never-Trumper, or is a never-Trumper, can't stand Trump. 
They fired him from the Atlantic because he wrote about the pro-life issue or talked about it on a blog, said it was murder. They got rid of him. He's not immunized because he hates Trump. They will not stop until they drive you all into submission. And you're too either short-sighted or, frankly, stupid to see it. Okay, first of all, that guy that got fired for writing about abortion <laughs> said women should be hanged if yes, they have abortions. thank you. Yeah, he said the worst things as well. But yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's just he one got, of his little... Oh. Yeah, Michelle will agree with me. He got fired for a lot of other things. It wasn't because of the Never Trump. Yes. He's a so, jerkwad. Yeah, so, you know, and I love that, you know, or, oh, well, these these people, you know, they're never going to embrace you. They're just going to demonize you. And it's like, well, it depends. It really depends on where, you know, what we can embrace one another about. Maybe, it, you know, there's some conservatives like, hey, you know, uh, they talked about it on Resistor Sisters. Uh, Rain and Heidi talked about John Boehner. Um, who is now working for a company who's pushing to, you know, uh, pushing for legal, legal weed everywhere, you know, yes. Boehner was against that, you know, and, and I know he, uh, he was against it before, but he's not now, but you know, maybe we should come around and say, okay, this is somewhere, you know, where we can find common ground. We're not going to agree on everything, but you know, if you do something ignorant or hateful, or I don't know, do what Laura Ingram does and attack uh, high school kids, Michelle, yeah, maybe we'll demonize her for that. Oh yes, I do not agree with attacking high school kids. You know, Definitely. she should be attacked for that crap. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Which is what I mean. If she shouldn't, the 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 corporations would not have pulled their support. But because yeah. of what she did, yeah, they rightfully pulled. They went, mm -hmm. oops, that's too toxic for us. Bye. And I love this because she's like, I've been hated ever since I was at Dartmouth. Oh. That's because she outed people when they didn't want to be outed, you oh, dumb blonde. I didn't know about yeah. that. So, so yeah. yeah you so didn't know about that? No. Unfortunately, that uh, that one slipped through the cracks. I, uh, ugh, yeah, she went God, undercover I... and outed people. My God. What a... And then later on, it turned out her brother was gay and died of AIDS. What a wonderful human being, everybody. Gee, why would anybody want to want uh, be me mean to poor... Uh, Ingram. And also, no offense to blondes. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I but, take no offense. I was born blonde. I, you know, the thing is, I, I, I want to go back to, to this, this idea that you were talking about. Um, when, when Laura Ingram says, oh, we're going to hang them out to dry after Trump is out of office. First off, she's already assuming Trump isn't going to finish out his term. Um, but the one thing, and I know we have talked about this on this show, and I'm going to say it again. I have found myself really looking into and trying to understand Republicans more mm -hmm. so than I've ever that more so than I've done in in years. I don't yeah. have to agree with them on policy, but I'm finding myself in a in a, in a place where okay, we don't have to agree on you know disagree. We don't have to agree on policy, but we don't have to fight. Yeah, and ironically, a lot of that is coming from never Trumpers. Mm-hmm. They're putting I their stuff can, out there. 
What's that? Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, no, go. No, I was going to say, I was going to agree with you that, yeah, never, never Trumpers, those are the types that you can have conversations with. Those are the ones that aren't so rabidly I irrational with their bigotry, whether it's against minorities, women, gays, and all that. It, it, that the, yeah, the, the never Trumpers you can have a conversation with. The ones that are bigots, write them off. That, I mean, uh, there's a chance you can get a bigot to change their views, but it's really hard. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the point of it. The people who are never Trumpers or, and there's a lot of independents who are starting, if you look at the polls, independents are starting to be like, yeah, I'm taking a couple of steps backwards. Um, so when Laura Ingram says that we're going to hang them out to dry, I disagree with that. I really feel like when this Trump era is over... I have, I have, a, I have a certain amount of hope that maybe we can get back to rational discourse. That's me being really hopeful. I think that uh, it could happen. I don't think Laura Ingram is talking to the demographic of the rational Republican. She's no. talking to her. No, her, she's not. Her meat. Yeah, she's talking to her bigot side of the Republican yeah, Party. No, no. So I when they, when she she's says, not, I'm not even that, addressing Laura Ingram. I'm, uh, well, what, when she says she's they're, they're going to hang them out to dry, I agree with her. I am out to get bigots. I am out to expose them. Oh, I want okay. them to put their hats on. I want them to go ahead and show them for who they are. I want that. I don't want them going back into the shadows and, 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 and letting that hate continue to fester. No. Bring them out. Shame them. Sorry. Well, personally, I'd rather <laughs> go back to the shadows. Too many racists are far too emboldened these days. Well, I mean, look at what off. happened That's in Newton, Georgia. What happened in Georgia? They had the Nazi rally there. Oh. And yeah. they literally had like 20, 30 foot swastikas burning. They weren't oh. even white crosses. They were literally swastikas. Yep. Take their pictures that because in the Charlottesville thing, there were people out there that marched for those uh, neo-Nazi people. They got their picture taken and they got their asses fired. <laughs> Companies went, "Whoa, you're gone. Whoop, we ain't, we ain't not, you know." And and that that's I like that. Yeah, I, I I think that the people that you're talking about, Miles, are the people that they're gone. I don't think we're going to get them, but um, I I do I I I genuinely want. I consider myself left, not center, not center left. I'm left, but I also consider myself somebody who sees, sees where other people come from. People like Anna Navarro, I get where she's coming from. Um, I, I just, I feel like what, what Laura Ingram is doing is she's trying to make sure the divide stays. And I don't think she's going to win that fight. Once Trump and this whole entire disgusting horrible thing that's happening in the White House is over. I really do hope the people with rational minds are going to be able to come together and say, I disagree with you. I don't agree with that tax policy. This is the tax policy I want. Um, and we could talk about it. Because the one thing that I really am seeing from a, a good portion of, I don't want to say concern, I want to Actually, I do want to say conservative America. I don't want to, and I want to exclude evangelical America. But one thing I'm starting to see from from people like Navarro, people like Richard Painter, people like Schmidt, um, 
and all those people that support those different root bases that come up from them, they're kind of getting on board with the social justice issues that we've been railing about, that we've been trying to fight for. They might not want to touch that third rail, but they're not railing against it. Mm-hmm. I... And, Go ahead. And, and I'm hoping, I am hoping that they will see that social issues... The social issues that the Republican Party used to rail about and the ones that some of these radical people on... I, I, I don't know how to explain this. If somebody can jump in and help me here, I'd appreciate it. Well, uh, here's the thing. is I think you're kind of touching on a little bit what I what I talked about is that I think there's a, a lot of conservatives out there, and I think Anna Navarro is one of them. Uh, I think Steve Schmidt is one of them. Um, that know that the they're, the hill to die on is to go after gay people. The hill to die on is to, you know, be, you know, to, to sidle up to evangelicals and, you know, uh, call liberals baby killers. And, you know, um, I, I think that, uh, you know, again, legalization of marijuana, lots of social issues. There are things that where conservatives are really coming around on that they don't think you know, they, they see the writing on the wall. This country is becoming less religious. Uh, the influence of, uh, of, you know, evangelicals. Again, this is their last hurrah, I think, with, with Trump. And they're never going to get that back again because, you know, you look at millennials and everything, and they know that they have to start appealing to them. And there are going to be things where we yes. can agree and disagree on. Social Security is a huge one where there's a lot of Republicans and Democrats who see eye to eye on it. You know, Paul Ryan, not one of them. <laughs> um, you know, so you're, you're going to see you're going to see an evolution. You're going to see a change. And it's it's mostly going to it's going to but it's going to be compartmentalized. I don't think that they're going to be able to have the same kind of group think that they've had on the right for so long because every area of this country is becoming so diverse and so different that they're going to have to get with the times with the social issues. To, you know, and, and maybe at some point we'll have a real choice, um, you know, instead of just voting Democrat or just voting Republican. I'm not saying I'd ever brilliant. vote for a Republican, but maybe we'll get to the point where it's becoming, you know, not just Democrats and Republicans, you know. I, I hate to be a pessimist, but I'll But you're going to be. Do you really hate to? Do you really? No, he doesn't. He's full of shit. I'll just say this. No, no. I, I do not believe that you are going to be able to have a rational conversation with the uh, never-Trumpers um, until the Republicans lose power. It is their addiction to power that is keeping them from engaging in meaningful conversation. The moment that the, uh, the Democrats start to take the House or the Senate or some part, that is when you're going to start to get some of the people on the right going, well, what we're doing isn't working anymore because, you know, and, and you're going to start to say, you're going to now get those people to go, hey, let's compromise, let's talk now, because where they're at now, they own everything, and they have you no need to talk to anyone. You know what? That moment has been happening, though. 
It's coming. November's coming, I know. No, there's November, but that moment has been happening with all the special elections that we've had in the past yeah. few months. But the other oh, thing... Uh, yes, Kenny the said, people are coming. I know that. I'm talking about the leadership. Well, we... we I have more audio on this uh, that oh, okay. it, 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 we're gonna we're gonna probably divert uh, uh, to some other topics here, but the audio is short. But um, it, this is her again. Her saying she was hate. She's been hated for a long time, and and more. And and, and it's like it's so, so obvious to me. It's like I've been going through this since I was at Dartmouth. They can't argue with you, so they demonize you. Okay, we'll keep demonizing me. Go bring it on. Meanwhile, our ratings are. Sky high on Fox, by the way. Oh, really? And that's my team. We have a great team, great television team. And we try to put on a good show every night. And a try. show that makes you think. You never know what you're going to get on our show. It's yeah, no. all over the place, but it's <laughs> in a good way. It's late night TV. It's fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Ow. It's not that late night. And no, we always know what we're going to get from your show. And it's right wing horse <laughs> shit. I mean, <laughs> I, hear, I hear Stuart Smalley so much in that. It's like, people like me. <laughs> Doggone it, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. I mean, oh, our, our ratings are going through the roof. Really? Yeah. Cool. Then sell, buy, get more, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, sponsors. Good luck with that. Yeah. So it, and she does in the next audio clip. She goes on to to mock the some of the sponsors who boycotted her, or who you know caved to the boycott, uh, rightfully well, so. Fences. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Rain. Did you say something? I said that's a great way to get them back. Mock oh, them. yeah, absolutely. And uh, but yeah, let's let's blow through this last clip from uh, her, and then uh, you know, the equal parts whining and mockery. But our, our ratings are up, 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 up. Among eighteen to thirty-four year olds, our ratings I think are up forty-seven percent since the so since the boycott. All these businesses, these you know, uh, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. <laughs> He's selling so many pillows. Oh my goodness! Ace Hardware came back to our show. I mean, support Ace Hardware. It's, it's their franchises across the country. Support them. No. Because they said no to the mob. All these other companies, Slim Fast, Jenny Craig, they all gave in to the mob. But you have a voice, too. You have a voice. Make your voice heard. 855-40-LAW. We're not standing up to this mob. I, as long as I have a voice, as long as I have a voice, they're not stopping me. I don't, throw it at me. Throw, throw it all at me. Boom, 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 boom. Whoa. Now, I was good at dodgeball. Well, okay, okay, don't. That's just what, embarrassing. What? what is that? What is that? Boom, 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 boom. Whoa, my God. Oh, my God. Kenny, that was tippy, tippy, top. Oh, Jesus Christ. But then there was this. What was that? Tip, top, shape. We call it sometimes tippy, top, shape. Boom, 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 boom. You know, and I, I forgot. She actually sounds like a female version <laughs> well, of Trump. Uh, yeah, and I forgot to I forgot to play this from uh, Hickabilly Slanders earlier uh, too. Yeah, so that we've got. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? What's wrong with these people? <laughs> Seriously, what is wrong with these people? What is? 
yeah. she was doing was she was telling her listeners to boycott the people that dropped her. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you yeah, know what? That's what's great. What I find pretty laughable is, you know, oh, go support Ace Hardware. Go support Ace Hardware. You know what? They probably are because a lot of your listeners are in rural America and Ace Hardware is in rural America. I couldn't tell you where an Ace Hardware is in my neighborhood. There was a a place around the corner that was Ace about 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, and now they're just Puritas Hardware. You know, that's the name of the street that they're on. And now it's and and now it's what? Cams. There's one in Cams. There's one in Cams. Ace Hardware. Cam's corners, Cam's, yeah. Oh, okay. There's one down at Cams Corners, I suppose. I'm not going there. I've been there. Those places are overpriced. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So you know, whatever. Oh, and that pillow guy, that asshole that sells buy my pillow. I got shit to sell you, that idiot. No, I'm not going to buy your stupid pillow. I have pillows that are wonderful that I got in an outlet store a while ago, Michelle. They're wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I got a couple nice pillows, too. They're not his. No. Good Lord. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buy, you know, oh, God. As seen on TV shit. Oh, that's great. You know, I saw this boat in half. (laughs) So... I should probably play that since I brought it up. Um, uh, there's only one clip I have with the word sawed in it, and it's uh, it's this one. Uh, I saw this boat in half. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the bottom line is that Laura Ingram Ow. is, this is her radio show, right? Yeah. So she's using her radio show to rail against all the people who are against her TV show. Uh huh. Yeah. So why does she have a radio show? Don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it, something to think about. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll chew. I'll chew on that. <laughs> So, <laughs> but anyway, so so, but yeah. I mean, again, um, we're not. We're going to look, you know, I will, I will look to work across the aisle in any way I can, but I haven't found anybody in my area. There are people that I know voted for Trump at my job, and we all kind of avoided each other for a good six, eight months, year, uh, really talking much. But there's this one woman that I've been talking to more, and there's one guy who, who works at my job who's, you, you can just tell he voted for Trump because he's horrible at his fucking job. Um. <laughs> He's an idiot. Um, and I, I can't tell you how much extra work he's caused me to have to do. God damn it. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a tiny minority of people who, who voted for Trump. And I still, to this day, and I know people probably know that, that I'm a, a non-Trumper because still to this day on my lanyard at work, I wear a safety pin on it. Nice. Highly visible nice. Have, right there. I have safety pins on so many of my clothes because... Yeah. I, I wear this lanyard five days a week, sometimes more. Um, and sometimes I in, accidentally put it on on the weekends and I'm like, um, oops, I'm not going to work. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it, let's go to the break uh, because, uh, yeah, Laura Ingram and, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what is that? She is, 
she's a very strange woman. Oh my god. Boom 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 boom. Yeah, bing bong boom and that. So <laughs> uh so any anyway. Uh let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh we'll come back, we'll get into some more trouble here. And uh yeah, we've got some uh some other interesting audio for everybody. Uh some schism action over on Fox News, which is fun. Uh, with one of the best endings to a segment I think I've ever seen or heard. So anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with me, Rain, Michelle, and Miles right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Yeah, oh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders sneaked back in here. Uh, welcome back to the program, uh, the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, nerds. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> play that all night. <laughs> that sounds like... Sounds like the Tasmanian devil, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it kind of does. Uh, Looney Tunes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a what a the Tas she is the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, and <laughs> that that's a yeah. <laughs> she that's not far from it. Oh my god. So uh Tasmanian Devil's a little more symmetrical. But uh anyway, welcome <laughs> welcome back. Wow. Uh with that sinister laugh, our rogue DM, Michelle Lagon <laughs> in uh Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Hey, I like the Tasmanian Devil. I don't like <laughs> so do do not malign that soft cuddly uh <laughs> wonderful little creature <laughs> whirlwind of madness 
Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, Miles Legon, uh, the, the Galaxy Master, uh, of course, in Port St. Lucie. Welcome back to the show, sir. Yes, indeed. Hello. Ready to go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if I sounded a little distracted in the last segment, I forgot to clip this out. <laughs> so I was, I kind of, I, <laughs> I, I, I sent the, the file to myself via email, then over to the other computer and had to install audacity on the other computer. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> then I chopped that out yeah. and then I emailed it back to myself on this com- and then opened the email on this computer. And now it sits on my desktop and now, <laughs> Yeah, it's there. <laughs> that, that, uh, I, I, that is Sarah Sanders, right? Yeah, that's the, from the second and clip the- that I played tonight with uh, April Ryan. Because I, if you and- go back and listen to the podcast, <laughs> I made fun of her when she did it because I heard her do it, and I went, arr, 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 arr. and I was like, oh, man, I forgot to clip that out. So for this is how much I love all of you. <laughs> So that's why uh, Rain was like, just Rain and Miles were running with that. And, you know, <laughs> I was like, okay, you're, bu- you're buying me time here. Tappa, 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 tappa. I was just like, boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And I got it done like. It would be fair to say, it would be fair to say at this point that the people who are pro Trump have been reduced to simple sounds. Like. Yeah. Pretty much animal, animal sounds. Sure. Last year night. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's you know an a- Alex Jones. You know. This ain't funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> really? It is funny. At this yeah. point, it is funny. Sarah Ingram, Sarah Sanders, Alex Jones, all of those are like. Uh, sure. Sean Sean Hannity. Golden showers. So. Oh my uh, goodness! Oh, yeah. Sean Hannity. Oh yeah, we'll get to him eventually, but uh, I think we should we should get to this next. I think we can probably do both uh, in this segment. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the speaking of, well, I guess we should probably uh, uh, say thank thank God for Fox News. Um, uh, <laughs> let me see. Do I have the? Yeah, here we go. I think this one this one might be it. Uh, here we go. Thank God for Fox News. Or not, or you know. Uh, salutations to the devil for fox news (laughs) not even salutations um but uh yeah this is actually pretty funny though because Stuart varney uh everybody's favorite uh uh, british asshole on fox news um had judge andrew napolitano on his program the other day and uh, Stuart Varney was very excited to talk about Devin Nunez. Yes, look at what he's doing. You know, and um, Andrew Napolitano was there and said, Nah, well, no, not really. You're kind of stupid, you know? <laughs> so uh, it, it, it was pretty funny. And, and of course, uh, Stuart Varney goes, Oh, the whole Russia, Russia, Russia investigation. The Russia, Russia, Russia. Every time he says it, he says Russia, 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 like, like Kellyanne Conway. Oh boy, and we're probably gonna have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, where's my Russia, Russia, Russia? There it is. Uh, well, I've got the here. We 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 have the. Um, um, I can double this up here. Where? Oh, where can I put it? 
Oh, jeepers. I, my audio cart is so full, it's so it's stupid. Here we go. Russia, Russia, Russia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Well, Stuart Varney apparently loves going, <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia. The Russia, Russia, Russia investigation. And it, not in this one, but in the second clip, Napolitano uh, kind of cracks on him for that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, here's part one. This one's kind of long. Insight on Russia, Russia, Russia from the House Intelligence Committee Chair, Devin Nunez. Roll that tape. We've long wanted to know, well, what intelligence did you have uh, that actually led to this investigation? So what we found now, after the investigators have reviewed it, is that, in fact, there was no intelligence. There was no intelligence. Repeat, there was well, no intelligence. But look at this man. This is Judge well, Andrew Napolitano. So what, what does that mean? There right, was so I, no I'm, intelligence. I have been critical of Congressman Nunes, whom I know, who I like, who I respect, with whom I agree on many, many political issues. I've been critical over this. It is very dangerous for politicians, office holders, who happen to have national security clauses, which he has, and very few members of Congress do, because he's chair of the House Intel Committee, to look at raw intelligence and then cherry pick it and summarize it for political purposes that is very dangerous expect oh. congressman adam schiff to do the same thing and come up with a different conclusion but wait a second if there's nothing no intelligence there was no intelligence report that sparked the russia 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 thing then what are we to make of it then it was an then it was a deep state plot that he, got this out he there. would need to look <laughs> at everything the fbi has intelligence is about 10% of what the fbi does the other 90% is investigation crimes. Now look, until about five years ago, when the FBI began to get very, very politicized, or at least we learned how politicized it became. If Congress sent a subpoena to the FBI asking for their, or the DOJ, asking for their file midstream, that is, while a criminal investigation was going on, they would tell the Congress to take a hike. They would send that subpoena over to a federal judge who would quash it, because interrupting with, interfering, and exposing the contents of an active investigation, tips off a defendant, scares away witnesses, and frustrates the investigation. It just isn't done. Until now, where Congressman Nunes believes to fight fire with fire. The FBI is politicized. I'm going to expose them, even when they're in the middle of an investigation. I say good on you, Devin Nunes. <laughs> so, I don't necessarily agree with everything that Napolitano was saying about, you know, the FBI being politicized. But, you know, the, he, he did raise some good points in there. The the last clip, though, is, is the real zinger. But, uh, but you know, I say, go, you go, girl. That's what I say to you, Devin Nunez. You rock it. Shake your booty thing, Devin Nunez. That's what I say, Russia, Russia, Russia. Ooh, snap, oh. girl. <laughs> it's beautiful. I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a... Um, wasn't there news that they're actually now regretting the uh, Comey Meadows coming out? Um, I don't think, I think the, the official release statement from, uh, from, uh, uh, the con conservatives over the release of the Nunez, uh, I'm sorry, the call me memos is this. Oops. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... I haven't seen any regrets from anybody. What? Well, that's the thing. There have been uh, there have been people, uh, at least conservative pundits, that have come out and and okay. said said what 
Republicans are thinking. You know, but nobody from a place in power. Well, no, because they they they're not going to. They're going to still try and spin it their own little twisted way, and it, but it's not working. You know, um, because it just verifies that Comey's been honest all along, and. <laughs> You know, but seriously, you know, as if Nunez didn't learn the first time releasing a memo was a bad idea. He is dumb as a box of rocks, ain't he? Oh, he's he's a special Nunes kind of is stupid. Really, and not a smart fellow. He really, no. he he's just he's dumb. He's really really dumb. He certainly is. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but listen to this one uh, because this is where this is where uh, Andrew Napolitano really uh, uh, calls out. Stuart Varney, and it's 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 a really a thing of beauty. Get on with it, because we've only ever heard their side of the fence. This will result in intelligence agencies not being candid with Congress if they believe that raw intelligence will be exposed, cherry picked, and used for political purposes. And if this results in the end of the Russia, Russia, Russia investigation, why do you keep because- repeating yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, don't I know think. why it sounds not the way you want it to sound. No, no, it, it's not that. I want to go back to figure out why on earth did they get into this Russia, Russia, Russia investigation? Devin Noonan is saying there's in the intelligence to warrant that investigation. What about? I find it bogus right from the get. What about the 13 go. Russian persons and entities that were indicted for interfering with the campaign, who were sanctioned by the president of the United States with financial sanctions? He obviously agreed with the indictment. I've got to move on. Um, <laughs> us- oh, oh, yeah. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Russia, Russia, Russia. Why do you keep repeating yourself? And I don't know if you heard it, but he, he said, he said, I know why you're doing it, because it sounds the way you want it to sound. You know, it, it, it basically, he's trying to belittle it by, you know, repeating the Kellyanne Conway uh, shtick. So, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty intense at the end there, eh, Miles? The- <laughs> that was a priceless little... Uh- how dare he use facts on that guy? Oh, doesn't he know how helpless the right is against facts? That's yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, I think Lee, Lee again might want me to read this as Stuart Varney. Uh, we're getting some raw intelligence all up in here, woot woot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Michelle, yeah, that the Varney was kind of speechless there. Uh, well, he was literally was speechless, and you know, did the uh, the the quick pivot. Yeah, he he tucked his tail between his legs and ran away from that subject. Hmm. You, you know, it 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 couldn't have been faster if he had been you know a cat sprayed with a water hose. He well, that doesn't that, fit that my narrative. Down. That doesn't fit my narrative, girlfriend. Yes. Once that fact hit him in the face, he was like, "Okay, onto another subject. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore." Me. Yeah. <laughs> Francie says facts can kill them. So Indian Media Weekly does not condone spraying cats with water unless no, it does. no. Um, so, <laughs> well, no, you can spray a cat with water if you want. Just you know, just do it. <laughs> yeah, right there. So. <laughs> 
Make him. Uh, says the man that has a water gun on his nightstand. Yeah. I do. Make yes. him think about what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, oh wait, here Cat I, I got I got a reenactment. He, oh, go ahead. Cat said he bravely ran away. Away. <laughs> oh, he certainly did. I don't have that. One of these days, I'll get that. Uh, but yeah, here's here's a reenactment of Miles at night. No, 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 no. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, yeah, Rain. That was that was pretty. Uh, that's uh, actually that was uh, what do we call that with the schism? The the let them fight. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice, huh, Rain? Yeah, I, I'm just sitting back and looking at them, and no, they, uh, <laughs> oh, did you want the? Yes. I think that the the clip speaks for itself. To be really honest with you, yeah, it it was a, it was a thing of beauty. Comment on it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, wow. Okay, we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and do this. Uh, because I've got two quick clips here uh, from Stephanie Rule, um, and um, it's about Sean Hannity's uh, little uh, real estate uh, deal he, he has this going guy. on with uh, with HUD, um, and uh, Brett Stevens from the New York Times has a very specific name he wants to refer to Sean Hannity as. Oh, and let's find out what that nickname is, girlfriend. <laughs> Next to call us fake news, but who's good at something and it's real estate is Sean Hannity. We gotta talk about this because you'll remember he said his relationship with President Trump's fixer attorney Michael Cohen had to do with real estate. Well the Guardian is reporting that it obtained documents detailing Sean Hannity's vast real estate empire. NBC has not confirmed this report, but they're saying that the records are linking Hannity to a group of shell companies that spent 90 million bucks on more than 870 homes in seven states over the last decade. The properties range from mansions to rentals for low-income families. What's your take on all this? I mean, there's so much to say. First of all, I want to apologize to Sean because I once called him uh, Fox News' dumbest anchor. Smarter than us. I'm not buying 90 billion bucks in real estate. But he's clearly the Fox News' shrewdest real estate developer. I think it's funny that Sean Hannity turns out to be um, a welfare queen uh, for uh, uh, for having taken advantage of um, guarantees that were put forward by none other than uh, the Obama administration to, to protect investments. Uh, investments like his. Look, you know, Hannity has said over and over again, I am not, that he is not a journalist. He proves it every single day. The question for Fox News is whether they want to consider themselves um, a journalistic institution and continue to employ as a, as an anchor, a guy who clearly is better at real estate than he is at reporting. Oh, ow, ow. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Wrist, walk away. Jeez. <laughs> wow that's uh that that kind of uh puts the nail uh, uh uh hits the nail on the head rain well yes yes and i don't know if you guys all heard about the story uh this morning that sean hannity's you know he he partnered with the guy who was you know um no he was found to be fraudulent 
Oh, so somebody who's uh, committed fraud and Sean Hannity has been yes. in business with them. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm sounding so delinquent in this. But uh, Sean Hannity's real estate venture bought houses through a property dealer who was involved with a criminal conspiracy to fraudulently obtain foreclosed homes. Oh, go. Wow. In, in, 20, we... in 2012, a shell company linked to Fox News host bought 11 homes in Georgia that had been purchased by the dealer, Jeff Brock, following foreclosures. Brock transferred the properties to corporate vehicles, then sold them on to Hannity-linked companies as a profit. Here's the big deal. Uh, Brock pleaded guilty in 2016 to federal oh, no. charges of bank fraud. Oh, no. And My. conspiracy. Evans to Betsy. <laughs> what a terrible. Doesn't that involve more than one person? Yes. Oh. Mm. Man, I sure that hope this doesn't result in Fox I... News getting some standards and firing Sean. Stop. Don't come back. Uh, they, <laughs> it won't. It won't. So. It's, it's, it's not even the conspiracy. It's that he he pleaded guilty to bank fraud. Yeah. And Sean Handy was like, "You're my friend, Brock." Brock. And I think of that guy. Is a from, yeah. Well, yeah. It's both of them. That's. That was part of what well, I said. Yeah. So. Uh, well, you know, in, in this this one actually kind of sort of, uh, I guess, uh, presciently Precient. Uh, addresses what yeah. you're talking about here, Rain, because uh, Eddie uh, Gloud or Glaude, I don't know, uh, from African-American studies at Princeton uh, was part of the conversation as well. And um, he's talking about, you know, how people on Fox News pretend to be the paragons of virtue. And guess what? Yeah, listen to this. Okay, I know that it's a slippery slope, and we always say, uh, you know, freedom of the press, and we sit here saying, well, what's Fox News going to do? I spent my career in banking. When banks are up to no good or when bank employees have conflicts of interests, regulators get involved. The SEC gets involved. Is the issue here that there's no regulatory body to get involved? We're sitting here going, well, what's Fox News going to do? And for them, it's a judgment call about making money and, and advertisers. In banking, it doesn't matter if a trader is making a zillion dollars for the bank. If they've got bad ethical practices, they got to go. I mean, one would suspect that. I mean, first of all, let's just acknowledge that he just called Sean Hannity a welfare queen. That, that's that's <laughs> news. Uh, and the, 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 I think not only is there a kind of, whether or not there's a kind of regulatory uh, that could kind of call out and, and, and actually... Um, I mean, if uh, there's hold, no punishment, we just right. do whatever we do. What we find here, to, to echo your point, is norm erosion, right? Basic norm norms are just just being tossed out the window and the currency of our political moment is hypocrisy it is the most valuable currency of our political moment right so i can trade on i could say anything i could do anything i could be in conflict right as long as i'm pursuing my own self-interest and being uh, narcissistic and whatever as long as i'm doing that i don't have to worry about the consequences so norms are being cast aside from the top all the way down to the bottom and people who claim to be the moral arbiters right of our politics turn out to be the but biggest hypocrites. Like oh, Amen to that. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Biggest hypocrites Beautiful. of all. Yeah. So, and this is even before the story you just talked about came out, Rain. <laughs> yeah, that this story. I don't even know what to say about it. I don't even. I. I mean, 
yesterday and today, Sean Hannity is sitting there saying, I deserve privacy. Sean mm-hmm. Hannity was literally working with a fraudulent property dealer who pled yeah. guilty to all of the bad things that Sean Hannity said poor people do. Yes. <laughs> Slanthead slumlord. Thing. I'm pretty sure uh, Hannity gave up his right to privacy when he said, yeah, no, I was just talking to him about real estate. <laughs> wow. All of us think he think he believes that he gave up that right to privacy, but Sean Hannity doesn't believe that. Sean Hannity really actually believes that he has a right to privacy. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't, especially being that he worked with HUD. Yeah, you don't get any privacy when you work with the government agency. And, and here, let's let's look at this too. And and Michelle, you know, um, plenty of people who are celebrities, whether they're an actor or a musician, or you know, a reality TV star. We know about all kinds of real estate transactions for people. Oh, such and such is selling their Hollywood home. You know, such and such is, you know, purchasing a, you know, a a golf course in Florida. You know, I mean, this, why, why should what Hannity's doing be any different? And you never hear anybody in Hollywood say, don't talk about me selling my Hollywood Hills home or my Malibu beach house. You know, I mean, what's the difference? Well, it's Sean Hannity. See, Sean Hannity deserves special treatment. Special little he's snowflake. Sean Hannity. Yeah. Yes, he's just he he, he can't t- he can't stand the the public looking into his private life, and that makes me so sad. I mean, there's you know there's that like there's a there you know you ever type in a celebrity's name on on the internet, and it either says feet or net worth after their name. You know, <laughs> so you can get a boatload of information. Yeah. Yeah. So, but and seriously, why does it always say? Why does it always say feet after women on the internet? That's just weird. So to I mean, be serious about it. I'm pretty sure he knows he's he's caught up in some shady doings, and that's why he's complaining so much. But he, of course, he has to pretend like he's Mister, you know, white bread, super, uh, super fox boy. That nobody, you know, that, that that nobody can hurt because he's just so perfect. And I'm sorry to say, that lumpy man is not perfect. Slant head slumlord, and uh, you know, and, and basically, I think this falls into this category. Uh, he's a are you a CEO, CFO, or other executive facing these or similar charges? Why should you go to jail for a crime someone else noticed? <laughs> you don't need double talk. You need blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. No habla español. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why it's should you? G- yeah, unfortunately, that was the last time he was tolerable. Um, and uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, go ahead. I'll give you the last word on this. Say- then we got to go to break. Sean Hannity is a welfare queen. Yeah, and the slant head slumlord. Yes. So. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I, I think it's very fair to say that he's a welfare queen because, you know, again, and these were, he was taking advantage of programs that President Obama put in place. That he railed against. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. But no, Sean Hannity does say thanks, Obama. We 
can't hold Republicans accountable for hypocrisy. For thi- That's what, an American. You know, how dare you talk about these things that I've done that don't that run counter to what I say? I believe. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, we're going to hold Hannity accountable. I hope I so. That. I hope so. I hope that's a big surprise oh, to him too. That. Surprise, I'm motherfucker! So scared about yeah. the Cohen. Trump is scared about the Cohen. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he just gave him ten dollars that one time. You know, I might have handed him ten bucks. I definitely want <laughs> attorney-client privilege on this, something like that. Mm. Surprise, motherfucker! Ten. No. <laughs> All right, we gotta get, we gotta go to the Green News Report. When we come back, we'll get into some name calling, and if you got any birthdays, let us know, and uh, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, hang tight. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, April 24, 2018. Sir. Mr. Hard has no clients that has business before this agency. Contrary to denials, lobbyists tied to EPA Chief's condo did lobby the agency. So yes, I'm going to send them a check for the monies that America had promised. Former New York Mayor Bloomberg donates $4.5 million to help U.S. keep Paris Climate Accord promise. Court reinstates fines for automakers that violate fuel economy standards, plus... Using natural thermometers such as measurements of tree rings and ice cores, Mann says he has been able to calculate ancient temperatures to a fraction of a degree. The 20th anniversary of the famous hockey stick graph. All of those anniversaries and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... And snarky comment. But one thing is certain, the heat is on. Global temperatures for the first three months of 1998 were the warmest on record. Are we still playing that record? Yep. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, EPA Chief Scott Pruitt, leading our Green News Report Yet again today? Oh, yes, he is. New revelations suggest that Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt was less than forthright when defending his below-market rental deal from the wife of an energy lobbyist in Washington, D.C. In an interview with Fox News in early April, Pruitt claimed that renting from a lobbyist was not at all a conflict of interest. Why does it matter when the ethics officials look at the lease and the terms of the lease to determine whether it's ethical Why does it matter? It's because you're renting it from the wife of a lobbyist. Yeah. Who has no business before this agency. Hold on a second. Uh, Mr. Hart... Mr. Mr. Hart has no clients that has business before this agency. Turns out that's not true. What? The lobbyist in question, J. Stephen Hart, resigned from his lobbying firm on Friday after new lobbying disclosures showed that Hart did indeed lobby the EPA while Pruitt was leading it and was actually present in at least one meeting with Pruitt in an official capacity. So the lobbyist had to quit for doing his job. The EPA chief... He has yet to quit, even though he's wildly corrupt. Right. Hart denied that the meetings met the definition of lobbyist, but said he was retiring earlier than previously planned. (laughs) A small but growing handful of congressional Republicans have joined congressional Democrats in calling for Pruitt to resign. They can call all they want. Apparently, he's not answering the call. 
A win for consumers and the environment. The Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on Monday in favor of environmental groups by rejecting a Trump Department of Transportation attempt to delay fines levied on car manufacturers who violate federal fuel economy standards for cars and trucks. The fines had finally been updated to account for decades of inflation. In the meantime, the department has announced it plans to repeal those fines altogether. Meanwhile, former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg said he has volunteered to pay $4.5 million to cover a portion of the U.S. commitment to a United Nations fund to help developing countries deal with the impacts of global warming. That was part of the Paris Climate Agreement. The U.S. had pledged $3 billion to the United Nations Green Climate Fund, but President Donald Trump reneged on that deal when he announced his decision to withdraw from the accord. In an interview with CBS News, Bloomberg said he feels a sense of responsibility. America made a commitment, and as an American, if the government's not going to do it, uh, we all have responsibility. I'm able to do it. So, yes, I'm going to send them a check for the monies that America had promised to the organization as though they got it from the federal government. Well, he's going to send them $4.5 million of the $3 billion that we had promised, but uh, we appreciate the effort. Indeed. Finally, this past weekend marked the 20th anniversary of the publication of the famous hockey stick graph by climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann and his colleagues in the journal Nature. Mann's study used tree rings and ice core data to reconstruct past climate temperatures and showed that the planet's temperature had been relatively stable for 500 years and then, in the 20th century, dramatically and suddenly spiked upward like a hockey stick. Here he is in a 1998 CBS news report. We believe we are seeing the effect of human beings on the climate of the 20th century. The graph's publication in 1998 also marked the launch of an unprecedented attack campaign funded by the fossil fuel industry that attempted to discredit Dr. Mann and all climate scientists in order to confuse and mislead the public about the dangers of global warming. Since the release of the hockey stick graph, the science of man-made climate change has only gotten stronger, as have the real-world impacts. And now the oil industry is beginning to face mounting climate liability lawsuits. And they continue to face Michael Mann, who continues to push back. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. No, I'll stand my ground. Won't be turned around. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! <laughs> <laughs> 
Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. More of that. She's really going to town on a rawhide. Uh, <laughs> maybe it was some oh, squirrel jerky. Goodness. Squirrel jerky or peppy gave her. Um, so <laughs> uh, how many how many slices of jerky could you get out of a squirrel, I wonder? Well, it depends on whether you use a popcorn popper. <laughs> mm, makes the mouth water. I'm squirrel too. <laughs> Say it again. It depends on what. There are some squirrels like up in the buffaloes, the black squirrels up by the mm. Niagara Falls area, and there are like some in the Midwest. Those those buggers are big, so big. Some of them they're called in the ones in the Midwest. I think are called cat faced squirrels. They're that yeah, big. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You should see them ooh, chomping ooh. on nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right dog shut up uh so uh anyway uh welcome back to the program of course uh michelle lagon port st lucie florida hello hello that is me with the silly squirrel facts excellent and miles lagon port st lucie florida as well hello yes hello ready to go and fact free all right uh, <laughs> You're taking the the whole uh, the Herb Cain approach to the the show. I appreciate I that. Don't I have facts to back to this back up. This, so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but most certainly not least, from Four Freedoms blog, Rain. Uh, you should go over there and uh, check out. Uh, you wrote an, a piece about uh, the slant head Hannity slumlord, right? I did. Yeah. I did. So. Um, I will go look it up, but it was. <clears throat> Just the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole thing that annoys me to no end is the fact that Sean Hannity, this was the essence of my piece, Sean Hannity railed against Obama and Obama's, you know, his his program to try to help people get out from losing their homes. And this mealy-mouthed, pudgy-faced guy took advantage of it. And bought 870 homes. Yeah. Under a HUD program. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Ben Carson could probably explain it to everybody why he did that. Well, that was know. the other thing. That was the other thing. Of the energy, of the belief, of the faith. Of the fire hydrant. That was the other thing. He used a <laughs> HUD program. He used a HUD program specifically designed to protect... Um, to protect landlords <clears throat> who who owned low income housing, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so low income housing landlords they were given this special protection in case things went awry. The federal government was going to protect them, but Hannity went in and took advantage of it, and that's the part that pisses me off. So when Hannity was out there railing against, oh, you know, Obama's just terrible for poor people and all this other crap, Hannity mm -hmm. was out there just being like, oh, I'm just going to take advantage of the government. Cha-ching. Yeah. And, you know. It, it uh, really pisses me off. 
Yeah. Well, I guess this this isn't true with Ben Carson, though, too. It will not be my intention to do anything I, to, to benefit any any American. <laughs> uh, although this did occur, of course, before Carson was there from HUD, but, you know, uh, was there in HUD, rather. Uh, but uh, anywho, uh, we're going to do name calling. I'm going to go ahead and uh, and blow through name calling tonight because I haven't done it in a while and I'm I'm itching to. So let's do this. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All righty, we got a good looking chat room tonight, everybody. Uh, Baylua, welcome to the program. Jay Colley is here. Cat in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Ken Senior, hello, Dad. And also, uh, next segment we'll have a story that he sent me about some. Ohio rednecks, all y'all. Uh, cool black dude. Got Ohio yes. Uh, oh, we got. Oh, oh, we got him. Uh, Joey Word, cool black dude. Go check out his uh, Patreon uh, setup and see if you can uh, throw a little scratch his way. Uh, feel free to share that link in the chat with us, Joey. Um, KT Kaser is back with us. Welcome. Uh, Lee again is here, uh, living on Long Island as well, with a two parenthetically. So <laughs> there's, um, and of course, Moon Mayor is joining us. Peter in San Francisco, President Scooter Cans, Theo, uh, Tim Carmel. And we have his, uh, we have him on file here, everybody. <laughs> um, Trojan Rabbit, Paul from Paul's Memory Bank. Check out Paul's Memory Bank every uh, Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, he's always spinning some awesome uh, classic tunes over there and novelties as well. Novelty rock. Um, and uh, I, I, somebody else just left. Um, let me scroll up and see see if I can find out who that was. I don't know who left. Francis is Sandy? here. Sandy, I think Sandy. San- yeah, Sandy, Sandy left. Leave, and yes. yeah, Francie. Hello, Francie. I'm sorry if I skipped over you. I don't know how I missed you. So, uh, but there you go. Um, and uh, yeah, and so if you got any birthdays? You, you said cat. You said cat. Uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, Francie and cat. There yes. we go. He did get Excellent. cat earlier. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got cat. We got Francie. We got Sandy. We got everybody. Everybody. Our, we got everybody. Um, and uh, <laughs> of course, uh, yes, I think uh, boom, 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 boom. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Got everybody. <laughs> yep. Definitely. <laughs> God, it sounds like a little dog just going at somebody's ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Holy crap! It does. Get get off! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> That's what you do when you when the dog's chewing on your ankle. You... Uh. Anyway. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> uh please. You're, huh? you're going to end up with a right wing Foley machine here shortly. I know. I mean, <laughs> I, I really, I really have a lot. I, I have a lot of shit, and and you know, I mean, I have thousands and thousands of these short edits from stuff, things that I've forgotten about. Maybe one day, 
Um, and maybe maybe tonight we'll go through uh, some of my quick edits and uh, see if there's any any ones that we've forgotten about. Uh, but if you want to give give us a, that's what we'll do while we're waiting for calls. Um, uh, if you want to give us a call here on the program, the number to call is three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken the number one goo. Um, and uh, yeah, let's do a let's do a search for edit real quick. And uh, that, see, that's how I code everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. When it's a real short clip, and I'll just scroll back to um, oh, I don't know. They're, they they come up in uh, in order of date. So let me see if I can find. Uh, oh, I'm still not even at a. I think I finally hit uh, 20, uh, 2017 here. Um. <laughs> oh, here's one from Can I Kelly. Share something really, really random. Um. Hold on. Let, let's see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was Kellyanne Conway looking for somebody last uh, a year ago last Easter. Um. So. See, that's even more perfect. Yeah. So all right. Let, well, let's get Fra- let's get Francie on the call and then you can share. Okay. Fran- Hello, Francie. Oh, I will share. Francie, if she wants. <laughs> 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 what the hell? What? Yeah. What the hell? I didn't know it was Pirate Day. Arr. Uh, scurvy <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> Arr. I'm going to be from Gibbet to Stern. Arr. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Rain wanted to share something real quick with us. Uh, so, uh, oh, okay. Uh, 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 but this is really don't great, go Francie, and I think you're going to really like this. So tonight is oh, good. Is, is 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 Trump's first state dinner, right? Okie dokie. With yeah, Macron and do French and everything beautiful. Ooh, um, la la. I'm reading this from Washington Post right now. Here's what it looks like. Doke. Tall, tapered candles illuminated the tables, which were draped Ooh. with heavy, damask-like tablecloths and set with the china pattern introduced by the Clintons. This is how damn nuts the place has become. They're using the Clintons' china. Because <laughs> he is a jackass. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> wow, that is sweet. That I is very nice. The only one who finds this amazing, right? I, I find sweet. that I find that very terrific. So handpicked. Uh, I do too. I, I think that's beautiful. Who was the, the first? Who that? was the first lady when Bill Clinton was president again? <laughs> uh, Hillary, crooked Hillary, what? Oh the no! France, France, I hope their I hope their Jello didn't that. slide off those crooked plates. <laughs> uh, I wonder if um, the first lady Melania Ninchka Melania had a little sway in that. That would be a very cruel friggin' joke, man. I swear to you. Then I like Melania. If she had a hand in that, good on her. Man, what if... Uh, She had to. What if she had one special... What if she went to, like, Replacements uh, Unlimited and had one soup bowl made up that just had Hillary's face at the bottom of the soup bowl for for fat... No, I'm sorry, not soup bowl. Ice cream dish. Yes. The thing is, she, the first lady, that's one of their deals, you know, choosing yes. China and all of that sweet stuff. Yeah. China. Uh, 
good on her because that is that is just a thing of beauty to behold. I wish I was a fly in the soup for that. <laughs> I, I knew you'd, I, I knew you'd love that. Oh, I do. I think that's yes, it was the bee's knees. It really is. That's the first lady's job is to pick the plates for the state dinner, and she picked sure. the Clintons. She, oh, she, I, nice. I mean, who else would pick the plates? You know what I mean? They, they don't have. I mean, she's the first lady. I think that's what they do, right? Yeah, they, they might have. Had, they, they might have had somebody pick out all? a few. They might have had somebody pick out a few patterns and and say, "What do you think?" Yeah. And she might have just pointed yeah. at one in a catalog. But still, right? She had a hand in it. Perfect. Yes. She, Hilarious. Her finger pointed at. I like that one, darling. Look at that. <laughs> that looks like Hilda. Mm. Good. Good. News. Wow, that's Best good. News. <laughs> Stop spreading right. lie and we'll false I'll news. I'll get you back, boy. <laughs> yeah. I'll get you back, boy. Uh, here you go. You I, know, I got you. I got you. Spreading lie and false news. I'm yes. sorry. Say it again. There was a clip playing at the same I time said, you were talking. I said, hell hath no fury as a woman scorns. This and is true. And what subtle, passive-aggressive way to, <laughs> to pick Yes. Paint a pattern. It's great. It's good. Francie, Cat in the chat room just said maybe Melania and Hillary discussed using the Clinton China while at the Barbara Bush funeral. <gasps> Woo! Oh. That'd be sweet. That's Did you uh, see how happy she was there? Oh, yeah, we've talked about it. I never she, saw that woman smile. She was, well, she was, she was, in, she was in the presence of a real man who, like, you know, exuded t- testosterone and kindness and decency. It, yes, a good man, you know, and, and ah. A grown-up. A grown-up. Yeah, uh, uh, did I say grown-up? Grown uh, uh, well, grown you know, up. you know what that look <laughs> is. Trump. That's that look is the same look I had on my face the first year I got to sit at the adult table at Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, we had the kids' table. Oh, yes, we grew up with the kids' table. Yeah. That was yeah. like when you were a certain age to be put at the kids' table was like punishment. When the chair and the table you were too big for, and you still had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, been there, done the that. Table. Oh, yeah. Oh. Been Ooh. there, done that, Kenny dear. It was, yeah, yeah. part of growing up. Sure, oh. sure. Uh, sure. But yeah, sure. it's like she's she was like, yes, I finally sir. made it, smiling like a like a yes. like at a funeral. I know. <laughs> I know. She was at a funeral and had the biggest smile. That I ever saw on that woman's face. Mm, I never yep. saw a smile on her face. And Francie, yeah. would you agree that it wasn't just the smile? It was the fact that she was kind of sitting back and her her, her body physically just looked yes. less tense than we ever yes. see her. Maybe she yes. had a maybe yes. she had a, a maybe she had a nooner with the security guard from Trump Tower. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that'll put a smile on a face sure <laughs> a, uh, a good fluck <laughs> yeah genuinely <laughs> happy and relaxed she did she looked she looked like you know a real person yeah not not like um a robot or robot or robot. a Shepherd wife robot. you know robot mm. robot 
Yeah. Robot. Miss Pete. Robot. Robot. We do Robot. miss Pete. Robot. Yes, we do oh, miss Pete. Somebody said, um, uh, 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 don't forget the magic word. Let's see. Eeny, meeny, chili, beanie. The penis is about to speak. Don't say penis in this house. There you go. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> All I right. I sneak it in, you know. Very good. Anywho, I All know right. you want to probably get someone else to call, well, right? Well, it's getting your, a little your, late. Your it's getting a little late for board. that, so uh, usually we try and stack them up and people call in, but if they're not going to call in, we'll we'll give them another minute. But, yeah, we, we should let you go. Oh. I'm going to – but um, but thanks yeah. for calling. Oh, thanks for taking my call. No love problem. You guys. All right, love yeah, you back. Bye-bye. Bye. Too fancy. So, all right. Um, so, I've been scrolling through my my sound clips, and um, <laughs> I found one that I definitely wanted to play because there's a lot of short clips from Spicer back in the day. You remember the 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 days of him not wanting cameras on? Off. It's off. Oh yes. Back in the day, like a year and a half ago. Everything's off. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Still my neighbor, by the way. Oh nice um and uh let me see what what is this what is this I, I i've got so many interesting looking ones that i don't remember what they are no that's too long i'm not gonna do it um but uh oh i do have uh let me see alex jones uh, no 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 <laughs> what <laughs> could you repeat that um, wow. got, I've got all the Trump sniffs uh, from one, you know, all those. So disgusting. <laughs> oh, that one had a roll to it there. <laughs> there was like oh, yeah. there was like a fluttering, flapping sound going on in that that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like a reverse flip. Uh, Trojan rabbit uh, on the line with us, smiling, sitting next to Obama. Yeah. Hey, Paul. What's up? Ah, uh, good evening, everyone. Hey, Hi, Rabbit. Hello. What's up? Oh, it's been. Oh, I've just been uh, looking at Twitter. You know. Uh, oh. Of course, you know, uh, Michael Avenatti. Um, he offered to appear on Hannity's show. You know, a one on you know one on one man to man. Yeah. And of course, I replied, "Well, there's only one man, so uh, who's the other man?" <laughs> But uh, oh, this is true. See, all Hannity is doing is deflecting. He's just coming up with everything. Of course, any tweet he comes up with now immediately gets slammed with, you know, slumlord and uh, oh, HUD thief, welfare queen, and all sorts <laughs> of fun stuff like that. That is fun. That is fun. Yeah. So uh, you. Uh, 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 I don't know. What did what did you see? Melania's hat today? Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> you know, to get the to get the, the white spy look, the nose has to be a little bit longer, though. This is true. This is mm. true. Oh, she, so Ted oh, Cruz could pull it. Black, off. I, I love yeah. her hat. <laughs> if she you wore, know, I when when you saw her smiling, she actually looked quite beautiful you know it, it's it's a shame that you know that she has to put up all the time with uh with little donnie but uh because there's definitely some definitely is beauty there 
You know, it just well, took you know what? A, real, a real man to bring it out. Rabbit, yeah. here's the thing. When a woman smiles, a genuine smile, any woman is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I really I'm believe sorry, that. I'm sorry, I just I, I just think of that, that phrase that they always say, just like, oh, she'd be so much prettier if she only smiled. Well, uh, I think I think it, it's like, I know, uh, but I'm coming uh, out of no. a different point. Yeah, oh, I, and, know, I know, I know. And I, know. I think just, I, just I, I think mind. anybody looks better if they have a genuine smile on their face. You know, a not, genuine yeah. smile. Yeah. that's what I was getting at when you were saying. Rabbit. You want you wonder what Obama said to her to get that smile out. Um, I do. Oh, to be a fly <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. Like uh, maybe uh, maybe you know. Uh, a felony charge invalidates a prenup. You know? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do play an inappropriate clip that maybe this made her smile. Excuse me while I whip this out. No, don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's the president who wasn't a, a sexual predator, so he wouldn't say that. So no, he wouldn't. Yeah. But I think it's fair to oh. say, what do you think, Trojan? If I say, once you go Barack, you don't go back? That's right. I dig it. That's right. And after I, all, you know what Trump is? Donald Trump is the redneck leader. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words were never spoken. Yeah. So, um, but I don't want another president. I don't want another president. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, there was a, a wait, what was it? I wanted to be the president. Uh, oh, no, I, yeah, there was the uh, that's that's one that we haven't uh played for a long time. This is for you and Francie. I want to run for president. I want to run for president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, well, Paul, we're we're at the very top of the hour. What what's uh, do you have a, a, a theme for next uh, Monday's show? Uh not yet. It's either going to be a full spring show or it's going to be seasons. But, oh, you know, okay. I came up with the uh, one hit wonder right up right on the uh, on the cusp. I already had a one hour show, but yeah. I added to it. But that that turned out to be quite a popular show. Yeah, well, the spring one you could do, you could do all kinds of fun ones in there. You know, love grows where my yeah. rosemary goes. So, oh, I love yeah. that song. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But uh, anyway, uh, Paul, thanks for calling. Everybody, check out uh, Paul's Memory Bank next Monday, uh, eight to ten p.m. Eastern, and enjoy the rock. Yeah, the rock and the novelty and the and the pop. Yeah, absolutely. The pop. All right. Well, uh, have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Good night, all. All right. Happy See you later. spring, later. rabbit. Yes, happy spring indeed. So uh, They have had hell up there in yeah. Massachusetts. Well, on that note, we are running long, so we, we better go to the break. Uh, stick around, and yes, yeah, Donald, the, the, the redneck leader, uh, Trump, has definitely led his flock uh, right where... Uh, Right to the uh, ugh, the just the precipice of humanity. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night with Rain, Michelle, Miles, and myself. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Now, bada bada. 
And now, on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And full confession right now, I had way too many carbs for dinner, and I'm having a carb crash, everybody. I had bread. Bread and pasta. So oh, I haven't done that in a while. Oh. Yeah. So uh, my apologies. Protein, I'm a little, man. A little sluggish. Protein. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, that's the or thing. Cocaine. Oh, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do have a drop for that. Um, and uh, uh, where is it? Where's my good one? My good one from James David Manning. There we go. Cocaine. Yeah. And, uh, of course, welcome back. Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. I was crashing, too. Should have gone for the proteins. I had some iced coffee. There you go. There you go. I don't think there's a lick of caffeine in this house right now. Um, Not a lick of caffeine in this whole doggone house. Dadgummit. And, of course, uh, Miles in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back to the program. Yes, I am here, and... uh have to chuckle a little bit trojan forgot to say penis oh he did but uh he did. You, you did you did just say it for him there so oh, did? Oh. and well within smacking distance uh <laughs> michelle lagon in port st lucie florida welcome back to the show yes i am here although i i, I am getting ready to uh fight off an invasion of toads on my front uh walkway cane toads <laughs> Uh, there was there was at least a half dozen when I just looked out the door. There's probably about three left, but they scattered everywhere, and some of them were pretty big. So I'm guessing a good variety, a good assortment of them were cane toads. Oh, wonderful! So toad orgy. <laughs> I would guess they would. I mean, they have to re- reproduce somehow, but I don't sure. know much about toad anatomy. Uh, Has did- anybody ever seen a toad penis? Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> that goes for toad penis as well. Don't say penis in this house! Um, Google it. Uh, go do a... Go do a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. Boy. I think if you put penis in the search bar, that takes you... Okay, oh, never mind. Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> All right. I don't know. It might take you to some Marvel fan fiction from the character, the uh, the uh, Morlock Toad. Oh, so yeah. that's yeah. really scary. Or Ray Parks. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm just playing these for anything now. Boom, 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 boom. Um, that's what the toads sound like in, boom, 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 boom. at the orgy. So, um, and uh, the toads say. Yeah, so here we go. Um, joke on that's what the fox says. Uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, I I remember that. Um, so uh, <laughs> anyway, um, let's go ahead and uh, this is if you need proof. Uh, and again, Kenny Pick Senior sent me this story. So thank you, Dad. Um, and I thought I was mistaken when he sent it to me. I thought because it said it was Lindale, Ohio, on it. And if anybody knows Lindale, Ohio, in my neck of the woods, I'm sure Cat does, and some other people probably do. Lindale it was is a former speed trap. There was like a very small section of highway that they had jurisdiction over, and they would ticket you for going like you know half a mile over the speed limit. And this tiny little dinky town was like full, of like at a few hundred residents. And they were collecting, like, so much money. And then finally, like, Parma took over. And they were like, yeah, you can give the tickets out, but we're collecting the money. And that put an end to their their crooked uh, police force who were, you know, um, dinging people with tickets. Um, so I'm sure that there were probably people they were ticketing who weren't even over, you know. Uh, but, yeah, they uh, – so uh, – but I thought it was that Lindale that Dad sent me, but apparently it's not. It's another Lindale closer to – surprise, 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 Cincinnati, everybody. And it's actually the, – the headline on it was a little misleading uh, because it was uh, New Richmond, Ohio, and apparently they call part of it Lindale. I don't understand. I, I've never been to New Richmond, Ohio – I it because if if this story had come from my Lindale down the road, I probably would have gotten in the car and done something about it. <laughs> um, but you guys, oh my God, this is from WXIX Fox nineteen. Uh, Maytal Levy is the uh, is the correspondent on this, and there is a house. <sighs> I'm not even going to say what's on it. I'm not even going to say what's what, what it involves. But listen to this, and also listen to how fucking stupid these rednecks are. And their justification for what they're doing. Just down the road here on Ohio State Route 132, one home is getting lots of attention. One viewer reached out to me directly, calling that display disturbing and racist. Tonight I spoke to the family who put that display up. You decide, racist or not. No way, shape, or form should anybody think it is racist. You be the judge. A black mannequin with painted lips, these figures with wigs strapped to the porch, and multiple Confederate flags of all sizes sit outside this home in the 2000 block of State Route 132. What would you say to someone who's driving by this and says that family hates black people? I would say, you know, everybody hates everybody, you know. It just depends on what What? you hate, you know, what you like. Louis Jones Jr. lives here with his father. He and his friend Tammy spoke to us about the display, saying it's been up for years. They went up, a few of them at one time, and then a couple more were added, but the flags have always flown. 
That's for our country. We ain't got nothing to do with race. We ain't race. <laughs> Jones tells me he's proud to fly the Confederate flag. The rebel flag, it, it's the not. Confederate flag. Yeah, it's not racist. It's just for the war that we won, you know. Which war? What? The Civil War. And, and we is in the South or the North? The we North. is in the North. So that flag would be the wrong what? flag to fly. Um, in some people's eyes. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? Uh huh. What? What? Oh wow. <laughs> uh huh. So I, 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 for for everybody's listening displeasure, oh, I have I have God. clipped out the that exact portion, uh, for you. Uh, here, listen once again. The rebel flag, it, it's not. Yeah, it's not racist. It's just for the war that we won, you know. Which what? The Civil War. And, and we is in the South or the North? The we North. is in the North. So that flag would be the wrong flag to fly. Um, in some people's eyes. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! God damn it! God. Stupid. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Did you hear what? how fucking thick that guy was? Well, that flag was for the war that we fought. It burns. It burns. And one. And then. And once for a country. Oh, my God. Oh, and no, he wasn't really? on meth either. I think, unless stupid, are they that uneducated? Yes, yes. I grew I up around say, people I'm, I'm like this. That stupid. They are that uneducated. No, 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 no. no. Say it, say it. Stupid, stupid, no. stupid, yep. stupid. Willfully <laughs> ignorant. Ignorant, uh, ignorance uh, better. Uh, yeah. Stupid. I with uneducated, but so they said the war we won, and then later. They said that the North one. Uh, yeah. Uh, did I so, miss that? well, well, let's. Uh, it's it's twenty seconds. Let's let's listen once again. The rebel flag. It, it's the not. Flag. Yeah, it's not racist. It's just for the war that we won. You know. Yeah. Which war? Yeah. The Civil okay. War. And, and we is in the South or the North? The we North. is in the North. So yeah. That okay. flag would be the wrong flag to fly. Um, in some people's eyes. God what? damn it! God damn you people! Sorry to yell. Sorry to yell Again, the really brink of humanity. Awesome. Trump's presidency has taken us to the brink of humanity. And, you know... <sighs> no. Yeah. These people believed this before Trump became president. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's it's it emboldened them even more. But, Miles, what were you going to say? I... I as much as I would really like to think that they are that stupid, there is a lot that is has to do with the bigotry that is ingrained in these people and it makes them irrational. They can lie to themselves, they'll lie through their teeth to to try and cover up because they understand how embarrassing how embarrassing being a bigot is is days. And they're they're some of them are unapologetic. But those that are that, that really don't want to just you know come out from underneath the hood just yet, they will just twist it and go, "Oh no, it's not racist. The hell it isn't." 
That's well, just a straight up lie. That's not, that, I, don't, I don't think it's stupidity. That I think one it's a straight up dishonesty. That one part where he's like, "Well, everybody hates something. It just depends on what you hate." Well, if you hate black people, you're racist. That's a rationalization, right there. If you hate people because of how they were born, you know, because of the the amount of you know uh, melanin in their skin, you're a racist. <sighs> um, I, I'm an eggplantist. <laughs> See, that's okay. As far as I know, eggplants don't have feelings. I'm not that big of a fan either. But I don't go to the length of putting uh, putting out you know uh, derogatory depictions of eggplants on my porch. Right. Neither would I. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. They, those, those that couple just made me giggle, and it's a bad giggle. It just it's an uncomfortable giggle, you know. They're oh, just, I know. They're just so. Oh, it's just making me giggle. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, would you be excited to know that there's one more clip? Um, and oh, no. this one has a little bit from a neighbor, but it has more from them too. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Uh, WXIX Fox night, Fox 19's Maytel Levy. Jim Wenker has lived in Claremont County for most of his life. He says Lindale is fairly quiet, but some things are unacceptable. If he's doing something in poor taste, uh, with something black as an effigy or whatever, that's, that's not appropriate. So back to the display. This is nothing but antique art. As for those black figures. All the baseball players on there are actual, you know, from the first blacks that played the baseball game. They were asking specifically also what the black mannequin is supposed to represent. Oh, the, not like the mom of the, of the baseball players, basically. Jones tells me his family has received threats over that display, but they have no plans to take it down anytime soon. Live, Maytel Levy, Fox 19 now. Um, they, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm okay with them getting threats over that because it's so offensive. It's so <laughs> offensive. Oh, oh, that 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 mannequin with the the brightly painted, you know, the big uh, minstrel lips and afro. She represents the mom of the baseball player. The, of all the baseball players. She's the mom of all the baseball players because all black baseball players have the same mother. Right? Is that it? What the fuck, man? Wow. I, I really, it, it, uh, yes, hate these people. But yeah, I, I think it's worth it, though, to hear the, uh, again, the, you know, the conf how confounded they are about civil war history the rebel flag it, it's, it's not yeah it's not racist it's for the war that we won you know which war the civil war and, and we is in the south or the north so, we north is north. in the north so that flag that would be the wrong flag, the flag. War, God damn um, it. in some people's eyes in some people's eyes no you lost the war god damn it you lost the war America won that war. Yeah. I Sorry, mean, I got to say it that loud, that angry. God damn it. You lost the war. The South lost the Civil War. That's why the South is still part of the United States. Yeah. Boom. Here, I got, up, I, Buttercups. I got a clip for him. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> and to be really honest with you they don't lose because in in reality 
when it comes down to like blue states and red states, blue states send a lot of money down to the red states. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It is damn time we come together as a nation. Boom. I really mean this. Just well, and that's it. the thing. Ohio's a purple state. So is you know, Virginia. You know, it's, uh, it's so it's so irritating. Oh man, I lost my. Oh my god, I just read the. There's a there's a Mad Lib called Recital Excitement, and I thought it said Rectal Excitement. <laughs> oh That's not the word, Ken. Oh um, my! Yeah, rectal excitement. Those toads out there might be having some rectal excitement right now with their little toad orgy. Toad penises. Toad. Oh, now you had to do that again. Don't say penis in this house. But you know, I I wouldn't oh be God. surprised. Uh, you know, and and I'm not really. Here's the thing. I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised that this happened in Ohio. You know, because I've seen this shit for so long, and I see other stuff, you know, the real Trump cult kind of stuff that's, you know, uh, out there um, with, um, man, I started filling out a Mad Lib and I lost it. I'm irritated. But, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll drive 20 minutes, in, you know, like I said, drive 20 minutes in any direction from any major population center in the United States. Uh, I'm sorry, in Ohio, and you're in the Deep South. In the bad part of the deep south, you know, and, and I could drive. I could drive twenty minutes from where I live too. I know where you're going, but yeah. go on. No, no, you please go because you know that's uh, you know that's that's pretty much my point. It's so. just you get you get outside of the metropolitan area, and then you get into this kind of red, this really bizarre kind of. We won the war, but we didn't win the war, but we're going to fight the war. And it, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I remember some families, uh, some friend, family friends of my father's up in Massachusetts outside of, you know, any, you know, big city. It was basically outside of Pittsfield and Pittsfield wasn't a big city and um, no, they lived in a rural area, but they were pretty, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean they're all over the all over the all over the country. Yeah, just depends on if you run into them or not. Mm-hmm. So that's that real. That I, I, that's real that's America. I, yeah, that's the house I accidentally drank out of a mason jar. I thought it was water. It was ah. not water. Moonshine. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Miles, what about sipped. you? What about you and your youth? Did you uh, experience this? Where you? Uh... Did I experience what? what? This like, this kind of racism? Yeah, this kind of racism. I was sent to a Christian school, and that was basically a haven for the children of bigots. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we they, we've uh, all they, we've they all they didn't want their kids going to the public schools for all the uh, or yeah no yeah. yeah. I Madness. got out of that around uh, ninth grade was my last year, so I, I went to public school tenth grade. I will say that the Christian school I went to, um, uh, I, there really wasn't too much racism there. Um, I, I can say that it, it was a lot of hypocrisy. That was the 
the stuff. And there were some some uh, uh, creepy teachers uh, who were uh, inappropriate with girls that you know went underreported, unfortunately. Um, but uh, but yeah, so this is Ohio. This is Ohio, everybody. You know. And again, it's I close. I don't think Ohio is alone in this discussion. No. No, I mean, we were, you know, there's there's a couple places down in, uh, uh, down around Canton where we have some family. And they have, uh, there's a few houses in their neighborhood that have lawn jockeys. And I, I've joked oh. around that I want to go uh, at some point with uh, some Gorilla Glue or some kind of super heavy-duty epoxy and glue clan hoods onto them. <laughs> so that's that that would... But I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I'm having the damnedest time. I, I, I did the dumbest thing picking like three Mad Libs that are all throughout this book because uh, it's, it's almost used up. So I got to find them. But uh, anyway, I'll do that on break. But it is time for break right now. And we'll come back. And uh, you guys might have to work a little extra harder on some Mad Libs because uh, I had to start another oh, one. Man. It's all right. Michelle loves them. So Miles and Michelle love more them. more about adverbs? Um, I'll, I'll give you all everything but those. <laughs> Thanks. <Ken>. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. Um, and uh, oh, I have a, a song for those uh, um, those stupid rednecks in Ohio. Uh, song of love and outreach <laughs> from our good friend Macaroni, who I'm sure would endorse me playing this song right now. Everybody, hang tight. We'll be right back with the last segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night. Right after this, you're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work 
This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. Welcome back to the program. Of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Hello. Hello. Hello, darlings. Hello. Yes. We have a a state dinner happening right now. Yeah. to, to, To honor... Mr. Macron and his wife. Mm-hmm. And Nikki Haley was not invited. Oh. Wow. Ow. Boris chuckled gleefully. <laughs> Maybe, well, you know, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure uh, Russia's happy about that, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so. no, no Dems were invited either. But this is I true. find it interesting that our, you know... United Nations ambassador was not invited to the state dinner. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little bonkers, right there, folks. Yes. So, and uh, Michelle Lagan, uh, Port St. Lucie, welcome back to the program. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Stalling for time in case uh, 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 Miles isn't back. I think he just I'm got back. back. Oh, there. I he is. wasn't invited. Were you to were you fighting to- Were you fighting toads, Miles? It was biological in nature, sure. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I thought <laughs> uh, I thought maybe you were you were going after the toads. <laughs> I couldn't find toads in my sound cart, but I found frogs. It's kind of the same. Do they make the same noise? They're very similar, depending on the species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say deeper. Uh, yeah, deeper voiced. Yeah. Okay. Croaking well, versus chirping. Yeah. This is the. But I the, tell you. You can hear them out there. <laughs> I know. I can hear them really heavily right now in my right ear ear no, <laughs> speaker. Um, headphone. That's the phrase I'm looking for. Oh, my God. The carbs. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so tired all of a sudden. Um, all right. So here we go. I found all the Mad Libs, everybody. So we're going to go ahead and uh, start right into that. Um, because we're going to need a little extra time here for... I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs! Oh, God bless Matt libs. Okay, here we go. We'll go alphabetically tonight, and Rain won't get any adverbs. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michelle, a verb ending in ing. Ah, uh, screwing. All right, Miles. I need an adverb. Um, uh, slowly. Slowly. Uh, rain a number. Oh, a number. Yeah. Forty-five. Forty-five. Oh, I see. Uh, and uh, Michelle, another number, please. Uh, six, six, seven. Okay, <laughs> neighbor of the beast. Appreciate that. Um, and uh, <laughs> Miles, another number. Eight. Okay, and uh, rain a plural noun. Oh, and the word you're not supposed to say has already been used. I know. I'm not going to use that word. That's too easy. I appreciate that. Plural noun. Um. Plural noun. Vaginas. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's see. So, Michelle, part of the body plural. Uh, part of the body plural. Let's go with toenails. Okay. And uh, Miles, another number. Uh, let's go with 17. And uh, all right. Reign of verb. Are you comfortable with a verb? I am comfortable with a verb. That's right. an action, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, lying. Uh, just singular lie. Well, not ing, just uh, lie. 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 So, just there we lie. Go. See, uh, I'm not that comfortable with it. It's okay. <laughs> You've done good. You've done good, kid. You can laugh at me. <clears throat> I did. I did good, right? Right, Kim. I did good. You done good. Just like the just like the South won the Civil War. That's how good you done. Um. <laughs> And uh, that's why we fly that flag for our country in the war that we fought in. We fought in that war that that, that we got that flag for. Um, I fucking hate these people. Um, <laughs> Michelle, a plural noun, please. A plural noun? Um, toads. There you go. Uh, Miles, an article of clothing. Um, a hat. <laughs> a nice big wide brim white nice hat. Wide brim hat. Yeah. I uh, loved her hat. All right, rain part of the body. Um, Melania's head. <laughs> uh, you got it, the Melania's head. I almost put Melanie. Melania's head. Uh, <laughs> Melanie Trump. <laughs> seems seems more like it, really. Hey, Mel. Um. <laughs> all right. So Michelle, part of the part of the body plural. Part of my, I'm getting a lot of those. Um, ganglia. Ganglia. All right. Um, Miles, a noun. Ooh. Um, nose hair. 
Okay. Uh, Rain a plural noun. Plural noun. Um, dresses. All As right. in Melania's dresses. Got it. Um, Michelle, part of the body. Part of the body. Um, mucous membrane. All right. This is getting weird. I can see this already. Getting really weird. Well, the reason uh, why I came up with ganglia is Miles and I just finished watching the last few episodes of Star Trek Discovery, and ganglia <laughs> was a body part that was in that. So. Did you like how I didn't spoil that for you? <laughs> yeah, it was great. So. And I was right. So, <laughs> Miles, another part of the body, sir. Foreskin. Okay. Foreskin, as opposed to one, two, three skin. <laughs> uh, rain, a plural noun? Um. Hands. Okay. Adjective, Michelle. Adjective. Um. Sleazy. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Miles, a noun? Um. Uh. uh, uh, Mortgage? All right, mortgage it is. And rain, another verb. Running. Run. Uh, okay. See, I suck at this. No, well, well if it's a verb, run. Well, if I, it, that's that's the thing. The way they structure these things, if it's a verb ending in ing, it'll say that. Um, yeah, run. So, run. like this one. Um, um, Michelle, verb ending in ing. Fainting. Fainting. <laughs> I read that in context. It's kind of funny. Uh-oh. Uh, Miles, article of clothing, plural. Socks. Rain, a type of liquid. Oh, Ooh. vodka. <laughs> vodka, it is. And uh, Michelle, verbating an ING. <sighs> Sliding. Okay, and last one, make it good, Miles, an adjective. Wet. Wet. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> like moist. All right, so we'll go on. Yeah. All right, we'll go in reverse order on how I completed these. Uh, let, me, let me get the music restarted so I don't have to worry about it whilst I'm reading. This is from... Sleepover Mad Libs or something. I don't know what the hell it is. Three in one Mad Libs. But um, this one's called Happy Campers. When life gets too smelly, there's no better antidote than to forget the ignorant grind and go camping with some shitty friends. (laughs) With the moon and dumb shit twinkling overhead... Dumb shits. I'm sorry. With the moon and dumb shits twinkling overhead and the sound of rednecks chirping in the woods, sitting around the campfire and singing a twisted chorus or two about she'll be coming around the bigot 
or I've been fainting on the railroad is a great way to restore <laughs> your peace to your... She's to your... around the bigot when she comes. I've been fainting on the railroad all the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> It's, kids, don't faint on the railroad. No, no, don't do that. Yeah. So, so singing. You'll co- die. You'll die. So, so singing, you know, singing those songs, it, it's a great way to restore peace to your inner shit gibbon. Or if you choose, you can scare the socks off everyone with sweaty pig stories. <laughs> <laughs> you can also just sit quietly toasting anteaters and sipping mugs of steaming vodka before snuggling into your sliding bag. Well, see, that sounds fun. Um, <laughs> sounds greasy. Uh, it, a little greasy. Uh, yes, there's nothing better than the wet outdoors to guarantee a good night's okra. Yeah. Mm. Okay, speaking of greasy, has anybody eaten gr- okra? I hate okra. Okay. I'm not a fan. It, right. it, so, yeah. It's hairy and slimy. Okay. Um, you understand the greasy and the slimy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All Moving right. This, on. this one's called Dancing Through the Decades. Dancing has always been a braggadocious pastime for the young and backwards. In the 1950s, toads loved to go hat, uh, go to hat hops and do the Melania's head... <laughs> And do the Melania's head jive. <laughs> In the 60s, it was the twist where you perform nasty dance moves while swinging your ganglia from side to side. Oh. In the 1970s, dancers would disco under glitter would would disco under glittery disco nose hair. While wearing polyester dresses. Well, that doesn't seem so bad. Uh, in the 80s, it was uh, uh, truly baked to break dance, where you do a fancy uh, mucus mem- where you do fancy mucus membrane work and spin on your foreskin. <laughs> Susan, Susan just made that same sound from the other. She went, "Oh, uh, wow." In the humid 90s, hip-hop and rap dominated the music hands and brought along with them a funky, sleazy style of dance, not to mention the popular style of wearing lots of twisted chains and rings. Although dance crazes change with each decade, one one mortgage remains the same. Dancing will always provide provide a windy time if you just let loose and run to the music. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right, and this one I think is might be might be one of the best ones here. This is called "So You Think You Can Cheer." We're happy to report there are openings on the school on the school's varsity cheer screwing squad. Oh, it's like Porky's now. <laughs> oh boy, see there, um, right there. No, yeah, no. The coach is looking for racist girls who can. Slowly perform cheers such as 45, 6, 6, 7, 6, 8. Who do we appreciate? Go, gerbil, go. Oh go. my god, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, 
<laughs> while standing on the penises of other cheer welfare kings. Oh, okay. boy. God damn it. Uh, okay. The, the, also, some requirements are do eight cartwheels in a row while holding palm vaginas in both toenails. Okay. <laughs> That's not right. Uh, yeah. And uh, I left out a part of the body plural, but I'm putting in buttocks right now um, because I get to, I, I feel left out. Uh, so keep a smile on their buttocks when cheering in front of 17 screaming hedgehogs. Tryouts will be held in, in the school cookie on Friday. Please wear tennis shitholes and comfortable slumlords and pre be prepared to lie. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Sean Hattie is holding the. the it does. Rings. It does. I think uh, Michael Cohen might be there too. Says who? <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's our Mad Libs, folks. Got us to ten till. Very nice. Got us to ten till. Um, so now I'm just going to have to go and, uh, play for the next 10 minutes. I'm going to just play alternately. This. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just going to do oh, that. No. 10 whole minutes. Uh, I, I would like to uh, point out that the, uh, Rachel Brand, the assistant deputy attorney or uh, attorney general or something like that mm -hmm. resigned like last Friday and she would have been the one to replace, Rosenstein had Trump fired if and when he fires Rosenstein. So that's a, a, a an interesting development because there's all. I think she was appointed. I think she was confirmed by the Senate, and so now all replacements that might replace Rosenstein are not confirmed by the Senate. Oh, so it it makes things interesting. Oh, definitely makes things difficult for Fat Donnie. Well, there was talk that he could put in an interim person for like 200 days or something like that. And so, yeah. Corey Lewandowski, yeah. where are you at? Now, here's another thing that's a scary thing. And uh, Rachel Maddow uh, uh, brought this up. It is that um, the Attorney General of New York, the one that's handling the... Uh, and he recused himself, but this, he's the one that's handling the uh, Cohen... Uh, trial thing right now yeah he is temporary because he was not he's not he's only put there on an interim basis and his term his interim term ends may 3rd which means trump will be able to put in a new attorney general for new york overseeing that ah well, and uh, the information that the um, you know that the judge said that it would be a third party looking over the information that the FBI got on the raids, that information is supposed to be released to the prosecution on May 11th. So just be aware of that. Interesting. Well, we'll have to keep our finger on the pulse. Yeah, yeah. Rain, were you going to say something? I, I just wanted to ask Miles what, when you said that stuff, what is your conclusion? Well, it really boils down to who Trump appoints, because I don't see because the 
you know how Trump feels about a, attorney generals recusing themselves. <laughs> he, he's pretty transparent on that. Uh-huh. So I'm sure he's not too happy about the attorney general of New York recusing himself and the underlings going just full bonkers and, uh, you know, raiding his attorney's office and hotel and all that stuff. So I can see this attorney general's term just letting it expire and, and Trump just picking one of his boys to fill that spot. But I think, I think it is, it's, it's a position that has to be confirmed uh, by the Senate, so he won't put it up to the Senate to vote up or down. He'll just do it again. He'll do another interim appointment, and this person will just buy him time mm. until you know whatever. So, um, well, I, I'm yeah, well, hoping I'm hoping he does, this this Attorney General doesn't do something stupid and try to you know torpedo the entire investigation. Because well, that was, that time will tell. Himself. Yeah, time time will tell, and we don't have a lot lot more time to speculate on that because we only got about five minutes to go. So, uh, with that being said, Miles, you got a, a, a parting shot for everybody. Um, sure. Yeah, just uh, catch Michelle and I on uh, Mike Check Radio this Saturday, and uh, everybody just okay. My, 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 the one thing I do want to say is about the selection coming up in the 8th District of Arizona. Even if the uh, Democrats don't win, because the Republicans now spent them 4-1, to one, the even if the Democrats get close, it can still be seen as a win. You know, if we win 8 points or so, or even you know less if we nudge it, because that was a 21-point Trump district. So, don't if we don't win it, don't get distressed. Don't worry. The blue tsunami's coming. This is a heavily, heavily Republican district. So, But if we win it, yay! So there you go. That's my part. I dig it. I dig it. Yes. Turn, uh, Mike Jack Radio, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern this Saturday. And I think we're going to give a spoiler-free review of um, what you call it, uh, Marvel's uh, Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. Actually, so. we weren't able to get tickets, so we oh, won't no. be seeing it. Oh, no. Well, Our there's seats some... are not available. <clears throat> Dad gummit. So, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go and try and go to a matinee on sa- Saturday and see what happens. Um, we shall see. Uh, Michelle, parting shot. Um, I really don't have much to say. Um, How the toads. Yeah, the, 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 the toads are massing. Um, I will say one thing. I try not to attack people on their looks. I try to attack them on their character. And as far as I'm, con- I'm concerned, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has no character at all. So, oh, yeah. you know, that it, that's something we, we can, we can, I can attack her on. She's a, she, she is a shill. She's always been an apologist for her family and now for the Trump. And when, even when she try, even when she says something, she contradicts it five minutes later. So I, 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 I just can't minutes. handle the woman. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or or a minute later, I can't handle the woman. She makes me use use your term, Kenny, murder fisty. Yes, you know. So, and I, I, I just wish there was something likable about the woman, but there really isn't. So, yeah, that's my yeah. parting shot definitely um so and uh, last but not least rain uh what you got for us on the way out 
I still love Melania Trump's hat. It's a fine hat. Love the hat. I love the outfit. Love I the hat. Hate the husband. Shot. I, I think it? that she wore that outfit to send a message. She wore it well. So that's good. Um, parting shot. That's it. All right. I'm gonna. I didn't use any flarp all night. I feel like uh, I should have. I should have done that at least once no, or twice. No, you shouldn't have because she wore a white outfit. God damn it, Kenny! You don't want to shark. You don't want to shark in a white outfit. That outfit. God. Well, I'm sure her diet's probably a little bit better than her husband, so I don't think she has that problem. So, you know. Oh, that was a nasty one there. <laughs> um, see, I, I don't necessarily like the container this flarp came in. So Susan convinced me to save the old container, which is shaped like a toilet. And I think this one actually works a lot better than the little cylinder that the uh, that it initially came in. Oh, come on, Miles. That was a solid one right there. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah. yeah so. You did it. You did it. Good one. Oh, that was two-tiered. So, I'm just doing this because I don't have much of a parting shot. <laughs> and we have at least about a, a minute to kill here. Well, no, almost. We're, we're, we're at 9.59 at the sound of the shark. There it was. <laughs> right now, Melania Trump is at the big dinner. Yeah, and she's probably not even eating a, a partial scoop of ice cream. God damn it. I hope she's wearing that hat. I don't know. You think that's an all-day outfit? I don't think that's evening wear, do you? She's a fancy yeah. lady. She's she, probably not wearing She that. changes. I hope she wears the the Becky with the good hair hat. Oh, okay. Becky with the good hair. She's not going to do that. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up right, right now. You Thanks. don't know the Becky with the good hair, right? No, I don't. I didn't think so. Okay. No. I I, I chuckled politely. Talk about this next week. Okay. All right. We'll be back on Friday. Uh, Joe will return, and Bobber will be here with us uh, per usual while he does his uh, semi-permanent uh, fill-in for P.S. Mueller. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, check out all the other fine programs on Indie Media Weekly and stick around for episode, I believe it is 469 of the Tim Cormel Show, where the clown car will focus on the Comey memos. <laughs> you don't want to miss that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'll be hanging out uh, in the chat room, uh, same place as I am right now. Haven't been making a lot of comments, but I'll chime in and talk to some folks while we listen to Tim's show with Joe and uh, all their fine guests. But that's it. Let's uh, wrap it up right now. And Miles and Michelle, thank you so much for subbing for Joe tonight. I really appreciate it. Glad to help out. All right. Uh, I'm going to get ready to wrap things up and go into a carb coma soon. So, nighty night, everybody. <laughs> that's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it.
the rebel flag, it, it's the not. Yeah, it's not racist. It's for the war that we won, you know. Which war? The Civil War. And, and we is in the South or the North? So we the is in the North. So that flag would be the wrong flag to fly. Shut up! Um, in oh some my people's God, eyes. I don't care. 